2: like What on that? Look, I'll out,
5: just let it be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys podcast, or I'm coming for you.
2: Yo, straight to dome. What what? Nobody home. Uh-uh. Straight up. What what's up? Bam. Boom. Shaka Laka. <laughs> NBA jail. <laughs> Sorry, I was on my phone and I was like, oh shit, the intro's coming up. I got to think of something quick. <laughs> Just like
0: random, literally random rants. I'm like to the intro, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm vibing out too, I'm bobbing my head, and I'm like sending the text real quick, and then I'm like, oh shit, the intro. Uh, go, Bad Boys Podcast, episode 509, Randomly Rant All Things Movies. We keep it honest, we keep it 100 here. We don't lie, we don't fuck around. If someone's eating on the, on the podcast, you will know, we will call them out. You hear no. the spoon clanking on the bowl of ice cream, we'll call the person out. But right now... I'm calling myself out. There it is. Ding. Harley, dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. Come on in for supper. It was
0: good, though. Me and Tony had a good conversation about almonds and walnuts and
2: peanuts. And in your
0: mouth. Peanuts
2: are gay. And Oh, shit. Did I just say gay? That isn't bad. You're Sorry. getting canceled. If you weren't canceled last week, here we go. <laughs> hey, by the way, Bad Boys Podcast, Randomly Rant, Thought these Movies, is brought to you by a sponsorship of, of Squirt who proudly is um, front-running Angie's <laughs> new campaign. So, And uh, Angie does approve this message on this podcast. So.
1: Oops. <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: That's her campaign music. her campaign uh, music? Yeah, play it. Play a little <laughs> some <song laughs> so that people well, my know. My <laughs> supposed to be I was like, yeah. She's well, that nuts, <laughs> supposed to be I had enough
4: of my chin. I was to be chinnut. a hell no. Bitch, should have a dick in your mouth.
2: Oh Vote for me. <laughs> Kissing Babies, vote for Angie, 2020. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's episode 509, BBPC. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always...
0: Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett, the uh, the bull
2: clacker-clicker, clack-click-click-clacker.
1: And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP.
2: I love on the website there on the link it says Angie Hogan on there. I'm afraid to click on it. <laughs> is it sort of the <laughs> video? Is it Hogan's theme? Yeah, Tony. It's, it's, yeah. There it is. Yeah. You know, that was her original theme, but you know, she wanted to keep it gangster. She wanted to keep it one hundred, so Yeah, she wanted to be OG. Yeah, so you know, she'd get more votes if she plays anything from the chronic.
4: Mm.
2: Now it can Tony Harley, which if you had to guess, what year did that album come out of?
1: Nineteen ninety one. Hmm. Tony? Uh ninety? I don't know.
2: I don't know either. Let's see, who was right? I can <sighs> look it up. Chronic was dropped in
0: It's right there. I know it. It's 90,
2: 91, 92, something like that. It was released uh, on December
1: 15,
2: ninety two. Damn, damn. I thought for sure Tony you were gonna do one dollar and
1: just I went, went up I went one on down 92. instead of one up
2: yeah, he did. yeah. He, did. Oh, he did oh that's right he did go down that's right yeah should have went
1: up now, now if you
2: Fonzo, if or Tony whatever the fucking name is if he had <laughs>
0: asked you first before me what would you have guessed
1: I would have said 80 something 88 <laughs> really really you would have said in the 80s yeah I don't know
2: oh. you know what uh, the genre it's west coast hip hop G-funk and gangster rap you know, which every every white boy was listening and they huh, Harley. Oh.
0: Well, that was the big that was a big um sort of conflict was you had these, you know, uh, we're getting all heavy. Um you had hip hop was becoming incredibly popular, right? And this is on both coasts. This is just a West Coast
2: thing. Well, Same thing I mean yeah, the G funk sound pretty much like altered pop culture at that time. I and mean, it was oh, massive. absolutely right.
0: I mean, hip hop
2: changed. The Rob, Lady Ray's Daz, Nate Dogg, all them fools came out of there. Hip hop, you know? all had album.
0: Did to to music what Elvis and the Beatles and all that shit did for music. Like, it changed. It absolutely changed. Like rock and roll. Rock and roll did for music hip-hop did. It, it was the music of the youth, right? Here was right. the problem. The only people that was buying it was middle-class white people. It was like it was this huge conflict. And I remember having, I remember seeing articles and stuff. It's like...
2: Which the only white dumb? people were buying it. Everybody was buying it. Everybody well, bought that but, fucking album. But if you were... If you were... itself. It say what? Remember, straight up, remember how much, how well it did financially?
0: Oh no! I mean, yeah, absolutely. But majority of the people that were buying these buying these albums had had disposable income. Remember when CDs were like eighteen dollars a piece? Yeah, same if good. If you were if you were on the cutting edge, or not cutting edge, if you were on the cusp of being homeless because you were living in one of these urban where you poverty, like real poverty, not what we consider poverty, right? No, real poverty. You couldn't go out and buy Dr. Dre's The Chronic. You could hear it on the radio because you had a little radio. No, the people that were buying oh, well, these I CDs think the
2: from Kmart
0: said, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. You would just jack it. Right.
2: Well, how'd you get rid of those white plastic things, though, that were on the CD? You just cut it. You had or you just shoved it down your pants. Well, wouldn't the alarm thing go off?
0: No, it wasn't an alarm. Why, wait, why are you asking me these? I feel like you're trying to incriminate me.
2: No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, why would you say that? You feel, <laughs> you feel guilty by saying that. No, that shit didn't
0: happen. There was no... Uh,
2: there was you weren't no a known accomplice of anyone doing that? No. You never I saw would. that happen?
0: No. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four. plead the fifth. plead the 509.
2: The five. <laughs> plead the 509. Jam-packed episode, just come fresh off of 4th of July. We'll get into that in our weekend segment, uh, this being the 5th of July. And still no sports, right, unless you consider the Cornhole cornhole League sport, which is now on ESPN and racing and all that shit. Um I mean, other places have sports. But I noticed that one of the like, – I saw a picture of a soccer game, and, like, it had – the crowd was, like, that uh, old-school – PS2 type graphics when they would have a crowd, remember? And
1: they'd be like, <laughs> the
2: person green Yeah, <laughs> that's what they look like. That's what they're that's what they're going with. It's insane. It's unbelievable. It's kind of funny and creative, but it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny at the same time. But uh, looks like we had all this time off, and so we got a bunch of extras. Right? I wonder. Uh... Yeah. Let's see here. What have we got? Let's see. Da-da-da. We got Ford v Ferrari. Which is your first time watch, really? I no, watch.
0: I took Manzi to see in the theater.
2: That's what I thought, yeah. It was a rewatch, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knives Out. Tony saw Knives Out. First time watch. I know, Tony saw a movie.
1: It's fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah what's going it's on? It's wild, man. Uh, yeah, I saw Knives Out. I'll get into Well, that was just because it was a day off on Friday. Um, oh, nice. I had some extra time. Uh, yeah, I heard good things about it, so threw it on there. Um, it, it was... It, it was fun it was a lot of fun uh it was it's one of those you put your phone down and you it's it's a good ride um it it keeps things interesting it's got it's like a whodunit and you kind of find out what happens halfway through the film and then but it's still interesting like even though it's like it's like you don't wait until the credits to find out you know the the solution to the, the the whodunit part they reveal that early on, but then there's so many more complications that it's, it's, it's fun to see it get carried out. So, um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Good stuff. Uh, gets a dollar.
4: I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. That
0: was the one I saw in the theater. And, um, I think I saw, I think I took Mazzy to see it actually. For some reason I ended up seeing the theater and then Fonza, you saw it too. And you liked it too. So,
2: yeah, really Yeah, well, it's got my girl Anna in it, so it's gonna kind of be hard. Kind yeah, she's she's yeah.
0: she's easy on the eyes for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, you had not such kind words to um, say some uh, say about her, so but no, I think her
0: acting was garbage, but she's easy. On oh, the eyes.
2: fuck! Why did I bring that up? Fuck. God damn it! All right, moving right along, right along. I saw Hamilton finally, guys. Oh <gasps> no! Oh no! So you come hey, to man. your house and and like actually. Gabe? streaming disney plus i have words to say about uh, that what's that
1: i have a story about that too you do go ahead and finish finish your review
2: oh yeah that's my review i didn't see it i'm just fucking around i just wanted to oh heart attack
1: (laughs) you're (laughs) kidding you didn't actually watch it (laughs) no Uh, (laughs) here's the thing you don't have arnold saying that oh my god uh, me, so right. we tried to watch uh, well,
2: it. Me, well, me and Reed made the bet. I said if he wins the championship and he assigns it, that's probably the only way I'll fucking watch it. Honestly? So, Why are you so against seeing it? Just because. Um,
1: that's it's just that, the
2: hype, I guess. It's the hype, yeah. and like, yeah. I, I just know. Being listen,
1: listen, listen. That's the only way I'm going to watch it now. What's that? That's the only way I'm going to watch it now, Why? is if it gets assigned. We gave it the, it? we gave it a 20 minute treatment and we were like, fuck this, this feels like a, like a high school history class and they're trying yeah. to, and it's like, fuck <laughs> you, like, no, I don't want to learn, I feel like I'm in class, like I have to learn I'm all fired. this history. It's like, nope, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs>
2: oh, Reed is fucking Sorry Reed right Sorry bud He threw drywall On the ground Whatever he was doing <laughs> yeah. and he was, You know We never heard Angry Reed Right This will be the time Harley said
1: uh, "The he's he
2: filled with Nicest people in the world We might just see A different <laughs> side of This is the Reed. The they
1: drywall can... crack Heard right around the world
2: Oh yeah He just yeah. smashed it With his he fucking head it. Punched it Kicked it <laughs> The house he was working on was almost done And he said no
1: uh, Yeah shit out of it. I'm sorry wow. I just couldn't it doesn't, seriously, I, I like, maybe it's because I don't know any of our the history. Like, I don't like, like, who the fuck is Hamilton? Like, wh- what? I don't care. And then I, so, so I'm like learning, and it's like rapid fire, um, history. And it's just like, and it's doing it in song form. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, slow the fuck down. Like, it's too much. It's too much. Like maybe one if you know everything already you can appreciate the music and the and the the, the performance, but I was too busy getting inundated with facts and like no thanks. So Damn.
4: It's
0: probably- oh, I to- wow. I'll say this. Oh. Uh you know me. I'm a history buff, right? I love yeah. history. And I don't know shit about going back that far. So all the history I know Is all within the last hundred years. And so when you go back to, like, the founding fathers and shit, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I know Thomas Jefferson thought it was a good idea if everybody owned slaves and we farmed. And, and yeah. And he, you know, probably knocked up one of his slaves. Um, Yeah, that's about all I know. Like, I, I just don't know,
2: right? The real life of one of America's foremost founding fathers and his first secretary of treasury, Alexander Hamilton. Captured live on Broadway. Yeah, two so, hours and forty minutes. Yes. Oh, it's long. So yes. here's the interesting God thing. Damn. Here's what here's what I find is interesting. Tony, some credits are twenty minutes long before a movie starts. <laughs> that's all you here's, gave me. That's all. I, gave is I Tony find said. Is Tony said. Harley. Tony couldn't relate. That's what it was. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: the the, the slave owning white guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: know.
0: Um, uh, I feel you. Um. Here's what I find is super interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Is Reed isn't an American, but he Shocker. he seems he seems <laughs> kind of he seems kind of like obsessed with this movie or musical that is about the founding of America. Okay, so
1: right? I You're think what book.
2: maybe he's an American buff.
1: Yeah, but I okay. think what sets this apart isn't interesting. Is isn't a the 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 content. It's the music and the delivery because the music, it was all like hip hop and like R&B. Like it was I like that. And it, it yeah. was, you know, it's talking about like white forefathers of America, but to like black culture the beats. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's an interesting mix, but I couldn't I, I, I couldn't appreciate that side of it. Cause I was I was just too like my eyes were glossing. I over get
2: it. it, I get it, Harley. Tony's waiting for the fucking dubstep remix of Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. me too. Yeah. By the way, I mean, just oh, you in case too. You, want you want to get it. down on that. Yeah. Yes. Some... Well, if okay, if we're going that route, I'm gonna wait for the the Norwegian death metal version. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested <laughs> in that one too.
1: Yes. <laughs> Give me some Hamil stuff. <laughs>
2: Now we're talking. See, we've we got, got a
0: franchise got, here. we got, we got country you music. Know, we got, and fuck country music. Country
1: music me not going to fuck all that.
2: How about K-pop? You down with that? Uh, What's well,
0: K-pop? Damn, I can't, I can't I've heard believe that, it. Should I know what K-pop is? Because I've heard that term a couple times before, and I don't you're, know what it means. Uh, you're too old. Don't worry about it. Yeah, all
2: man. Right. man right. just, just Google it. Your computer's fast enough now.
0: Tony, tell man. me this isn't something that's happening at your raves.
1: K-pop? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, it's its own genre of pop. Dude,
2: Reed's the first one to listen to, and in the first fucking 20 minutes, we've already bashed Hamilton. He's like, fuck these guys. Yep, yep. Fuck hey, you. look, I got no... I, I got, can hear I'm the Patreon getting like, canceled. I got no... I'm not, I'm not saying... I bet you I'll
0: love it. I got to
2: watch it, though. Oh, man. We really yeah. fucked up now, guys. Sorry, Reed. Oh, we really fudged up, guys. <laughs> hey, at least Tony tried, though. Damn, that scares me now.
1: Yeah, I gave it a full 20 minutes. Normally, I give things a 10-minute treatment. I was like, this deserves... This is Reed, so I got it deserves another 10 minutes.
2: Man, Reed was just complimenting you on Messenger last week. About here, like, <laughs> he was? On in the and now he's like, now he's like, fuck Tony. <laughs> fuck MCT. <laughs> he joined uh, that yeah. hate train with, with Art. Art's like, all aboard! <laughs> <laughs> <Choo-choo>, <laughs> all of sudden, all, you know? Anyway, so man, this shit's turned wow. Dark day here in fucking Bad Boys mm-hmm. Podcast and then Z land over there. Yeah.
0: yeah. I Dude, love just, Reed
2: and I oh, I
0: am fascinated. Now you hate his,
2: him now you love him. You weren't well, you weren't the kindest to him.
0: I've always hated Reed.
2: No, he tried
0: to diss me, and I don't I don't I don't take kindly to dissing.
2: We talk about? I diss you on a daily, weekly basis when we record the fucking He podcast. doesn't, you do. Oh, so it's different. It's different when That's, he does it?
0: It absolutely is different.
2: Okay. Why can't he do? Why can't he do?
0: Because he's a sweetheart. He's a lover, not oh, a fighter. Oh, I got okay. history. I got. I got history with you. I got beef. I got beef going back to when we were
2: teenagers, <laughs> like early teenagers,
0: and you talking shit because I couldn't play soccer.
2: Yeah, before you had status, before you had a pager. Before I had a pager. That's right. We used to blow up your pager when you were shopping with your mom. Oh, head. you motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like because we Chris were laughing like, why did he just turn it off it bugs him so much oh, so ridiculous oh. of me
0: like I'm like I need a pager mom.
2: hey guys wow. just to let you guys know by the way Hamilton's got a 9.1 IMDB wow yeah what does Rotten Tomatoes say Harley I don't know hold on let me see what about Box Office Mojo <laughs> that shit even uh, up right now? Box office. They're taking a break. No, no, is the theater. The no. They got that picture of those three cats. What is it, Tony? Technical difficulties? <laughs> when the sites down. They got DDoS. What is it called? It
0: says it wants me to enable ads.
2: Oh, oh, just do it uh, just
0: a one time. You can do it for your boy Reed. Come on. I am. I'm trying to, but my shit won't work. Oh shit always works. Sometimes uh, it's got ninety nine
1: percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn! Wow.
0: Whoa! I
1: like Reed, Reed like, I, right, Reed's got his arms crossed, just going, with his shaking his head, up and now like, mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. See, even more reason for me to hate and not want to watch it. Fuck them who tell me that that's a nine point one. Who the fuck are they, Harley? I'll say this. Like I'll say here's okay, and here's another
0: thing. Okay, oh get dog, yeah, here we Give go. me, give me, give me ninety seconds. <laughs> read. Give me ninety seconds. Hit the buzzer at ninety seconds, please. Don't read. I've been an American for forty years, and I've been <laughs> I've been hearing I've been hearing U.S. history, and I've been hearing bullshit nationalism my entire life. How America's the best country ever? Oh, you ran
2: out of time. <laughs> no,
0: fuck you. That was like thirty seconds.
2: <laughs> oh, you can count too.
0: Yeah, no shit. I have never been so embarrassed to be an American, right? Oh. I, I'm sure, maybe I'm not the only one. Okay, um, I know I'm not the only one, right? I'm not saying that America's not a better country than a lot of countries out there, but it, I'm sure it ain't the the worst. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's not the best. We got big problems, big big fish to fry, and they've never been sort of more. Blatant slapping in our face—the fact that Mexico is now stopping us from coming to their country—that's a bad sign, right? It's not just Mexico, yeah. man. No, Canada's, Canada, Canada, yeah. Europe, Europe, everybody don't want like, nope. nobody fucking wants Americans coming to come into their country. That's a bad sign, right? It's only a matter of time before before the Kiwis are like, mm, thanks but no thanks. Fucking honky cracker motherfuckers. Like, and I get it. If I was you, I wouldn't be letting us into your country either. So, uh, I've never been more embarrassed to be an American. Um, I'm not desperate to watch a three-hour semi-documentary musical on the founding fathers.
2: That's it. Yeah.
1: Thumbs up. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Now Tony, give me 90 seconds. I got I got, I got <laughs> another you ninety. Know, just ask for ten. I don't understand
0: a
2: word you just said.
1: Well I saw Sonic. I
2: saw yeah. <laughs> oh my god, if you fucking love this movie and hated Hamilton, Reed's just I think Reed hates Sonic.
1: Yeah, I loved it.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, right off oh the my bat. God. I mean, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's like, Sonic's got this little, little, his little char- character attitude that's just like, it fits him. It's just fun. It's, it's a fun movie. I'm glad they redid it. Like the, the new, um, the remodel definitely works. It looks like Sonic. It looks like is is from the cartoon and from the video games. Um, Carrie is, is back to his, you know, playing Jim Carrey. Uh, and he's allowed to just go over the top. Um, and I think, if you didn't play the games or, or know the the character, like he he, you kind of don't. It it, rub, it would rub you the wrong way. Like, no, this is a weird character; it doesn't belong here. But at the same time, you got a blue little, head, you know, electric hedgehog. So, you know, um, I played the games, and yeah, it, this this was fun for me.
2: I'd buy that for a dollar. This one has currently a six point six on IMDb <laughs> <laughs> that's, not to the
0: that's not bad. All things is that considered?
2: a C? C minus. What is a six point six? That's a C. C plus. I would say a six point
0: six is right there in a with a C average. Yeah, that's a
2: C yeah. minus. A C minus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harley's a fucking substitute teacher. Can't even get grades right. <laughs> well,
1: it so depends. A, is it graded on I the cannot, curve?
2: I can.
0: I cannot. Listen, Except that talk. I'm, not, I'm not a substitute teacher. I have been drinking since 4.30 this afternoon. So I, I might stumble on a few words between now and bedtime. So,
2: More so than our lovely, uh, lovely um, friend Art leaving us that beautiful message. On the 4th took time out of his busy schedule of pounding beers. He did. He did.
0: not He did seem a pinch drunk when he made that. His eyes look I'll say this: Art, whatever camera you're rocking, whatever cell phone has an outstanding selfie video camera. Because yeah. wait, what? It what was did I miss? Crystal clear of Absolutely. you
2: being drunk as fuck.
1: What? The, exactly. What did I miss?
2: If it was double, image, it would have been even better, though, and all discolored. Did yeah. what did I miss? But if it was blue, it would. Holy have been shit,
1: that's a big old art face. I didn't. I totally missed this.
2: Uh, I guess because you probably skipped it. You like fuck
0: he that. And he that. didn't even say nothing about. He didn't talk shit about CrossFit at all. I know,
2: or MCP. He was nice. I'll talk. But he's listening to it now. And listen to it. <laughs>
1: his you know, his eyes are a little. Problem. Yeah, yeah.
5: You know, <laughs> yeah
2: and
1: down to San Diego. Love you guys. Bad boys for life. I totally didn't see that.
2: See that? Man, just to fuck around, he should have just had a blue tin on it. Been, I would have fucking died. <laughs> I would just die laughing. But Damn, man, I missed a lot. man, he joined them case of the burgers. He's, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Man, okay, well, cool. You guys saw that. All right, we've seen that. we got a little history lesson. What else? What else should we watch? on my phone here. Let's yeah, see. So 9, Saving Pepper Ryan, Miss Forty Five, Twister, Ford. Yeah, check this out. I've been wanting, um, I've to see this for a long time now. And then now, when you go, you, you just do a Google search, type in a movie, type in streaming, it'll lead you to a site that's streaming it. Right? It's pretty cool. So this movie came out in 1981, a crime drama thriller by the name of Miss Forty Five, directed by Abel Ferreira. And a timid and mute seamstress goes insane after being attacked and raped twice in one day, which she Ouch. takes to the street. Yeah, and not even like in the first fucking ten minutes of the movie, like the first rape happens. she gets home, gets raped again. And you're like, God, that didn't even fucking. F- how did a you? To how did you stumble on this movie? Man, don't worry about that shit, man. Don't worry about that. I'm just listening to the video. right? What are you worried about?
4: <laughs>
2: fucking guy. I struggle with doing a
0: podcast with a man who's interested in watching these
2: movies. That's I could have assigned this motherfucker. i right? be <laughs> glad God. I didn't assign it. All right, thank God. I don't think Tony could relate to this movie at all, and it would have really made things awkward. But uh, which takes it the streets of New York City after dark and randomly shoots men with a 45 caliber pistol, which, ironically enough, it's not even a 45. If you know your guns, Tony or Harley, you guys look at the pistol. It's not a whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> why, why are you making assumptions that I know my guns?
2: Because you're a big gun guy. What are you talking about? What
0: the fuck you mean I'm a big gun guy?
2: Bitch, every guy. time we watched a movie in your house and we'd see a gun, you're like, oh, that's a 9 millimeter. That's a Desert Eagle. You'd always oh. find out the fucking name. Right. Now you don't know gun. All right, all right. Fair all of a sudden, you don't want to be lumped into what? Fucking gun tone? Fucking. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't try to get political or anything. I just just knew your guns. I always appreciated that. I did. Your I it was like, oh, it's a 9 millimeter right there. Oh, I tried it. to pay
0: attention. I did.
2: Okay. So, you're not a gun guy anymore? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I don't, follow, like?
0: I don't follow the, the new trends, that's for sure.
2: Okay. Pussy. All right. But moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, 1981. Dude, what I love is the time capsule of New York City and that time. You can never fucking duplicate it, you know? You do CG all you want, but there's just something about grimy ass fucking New York City, you know, taxi driver era, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just a beautiful, not beautiful in a way, in a sense of like it just being, you know, grimy, disgusting, it just dirty, felt but
0: raw.
2: It was just, it does, raw. It just, just, yeah, like, yeah. like raw you get no cut. perk, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna give it to you, like cocaine <laughs> people, yeah. But what's crazy is like, hip hop will you rock and shock the nation. Tony's <laughs> so like, why they? do they always fucking do that? <laughs> <They always laughs> do that. <laughs> um, so then, like there's just this feel of like dirty like filmmaking where they just don't even have a permit the motherfucker just grabs his camera and just goes mm. out there and records like real people in the crowd and just you know there's this one scene for like when she's come, she's walking home and there's like 12 just dirty ass motherfuckers, new Yorkers just catcalling whistling at her and the man these motherfuckers look real you know what i mean these aren't actors look at these guys right they just were like hey dude can you just catcall this girl right here and uh yeah it's got this kind of like art feel maybe because she's like quiet she don't ever say anything but at yeah, the very beginning it's just this really like it's yeah, um it's not too long it's, it's, the first rape seems not too long the second one is like okay we fucking get it which was weird too is the first rape is from the director so i don't know what that says about him like oh, what do yeah, mean nobody from the it. director he he was the scene he was the first rapist
0: <laughs> oh he's the actor in the
2: movie <laughs> yes in the film the, yeah gotcha. he's wearing a mask and it's just it's now, this
0: is this uh, up there with that rape scene with uh, Monica Bellucci? I can't think of the name oh,
2: of it. Oh, no. I don't think anything okay. – re- irreversible, yeah. I don't think yeah. anything – that's just ridiculously, ridiculously too long. All right, good. Um, this one, like at the very beginning, motherfucker, doesn't last too long. You're like, cool, too pumped. The guy's done, cool. But still, it's just fucking disgusting to see daylight in the alleyway, not even dark. You see everything is just disgusting. Second one it goes on for a really long time. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. This motherfucker's like a pimp. I don't know how he broke in the house he's looking after her, but he ends up raping her. I'm like, man, the motherfucker, she ain't even taken a shower yet. This dude's fucking raping her too. I'm like, I'm just disgusted. I'm thinking of all that, you know, like, she didn't even wash, nothing. It's just like, what the fuck? So this poor woman's just gotten so much. And it reminds me of, like, a female taxi driver, right, where it's like, this this is a man who can't not take anymore. This, this will not take anymore, right? And uh, so she just seeks out fucking revenge on fucking men. And not only men, but like, every man. And you're just like, whoa. So not only, like, that terrible, terrible thing happened to her, but now she kind of slowly. I'm going to spoil it because you, you motherfuckers never going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, so. was going to watch this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's got a 6.8, which has a higher rating than that's Sonic, actually. I might I was say that's really good. Than... <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <laughs> no, not that I wouldn't mind seeing a mashup of Miss 45 and Sonic. Maybe they'll put something together. But, um, uh, but so the thing is, she kind of slowly turns into like the villain of the movie. Where before she's like, you know what I mean. She uh, had something happen to her, and you just like feel bad for you, like man, this fucked up. It's like yeah, fuck those dudes. fuck that guy that fucking did. But it's like random guy, not even like you know guys that are like hitting on her. It's just like oh, you're a dude, boom, you got a dick, boom, you're dead, you're dead, right? You're like holy shit. She goes on this fucking full on. Uh, she's on the
0: toxic masculinity kick.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's just she's yeah. a
0: second wave feminist before that was a thing.
2: Yeah, and it's and it's very entertaining though. Like it's like these weird cool slow mo shots. It's like cool saxophone music playing. Um, but the best part, and I think what what this is okay. Harley, I'll answer your question. I'll answer your question. I
0: didn't. Um, know. Did I have a question? I'm sorry. You I did know. earlier.
2: Like what? What made me? What? Oh. Why I sneak this movie out? So I'm gonna answer. Oh, you. okay. Gotcha. Which um, might be you might not want to know now because of the answer. Now but, I'm
0: now I'm anxious, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want to brush up. Okay, listen to this. I want to brush up on my nuns exploitation flicks. Yes, that's the word. That's a that's a genre. Who Non-sploitation movie nuns exploitation? You know, like grind. You know, like. You know, black like, exploitation, like religious, exploitation. yeah, it's like nuns, yeah. All right, that's a, it's a subgenre, okay, just you know, of nuns. So it's, this it's a movie this. that involves nuns. So, so, you remember the remember Salma Hayek's character's name in from Dust Old Dawn? No, Tony, do you remember? Uh, no, Santanico Pandemonio, right? right. That's you. from an actual movie, a nun's nun exploitation movie, so. So and Tarantino and Robert, being film geeks as they are, especially Tarantino, so, you know, they're a big fan of that movie. So you're That's saying this
1: movie, Ms. 45, has nunsploitation in it?
2: That's the thing. It gets lumped into it. That's Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Tony. It, it it gets lumped into it because she goes to a Halloween party at the end, and she wears a nun outfit. And her boss that takes her to the party um, is dressed like a vampire, and he takes so her because, there.
0: So if, if, if it's a movie... That takes place during Halloween, where somebody's dressed up as a nun. It becomes a nun exploitation film.
2: No, no, I so said this just kind of gets lumped into it, not like by genre itself, just because she has um, a nun outfit. And so, like, say you worked at Blockbuster, you know, you could you could just throw it in there if you had a nun exploitation genre. Like at Amoeba Records, when I'd go down there, they had a nun exploitation uh, little section. It was pretty funny. So, what
0: is what is arguably the most famous nun exploitation film of all time?
2: I would say I think like I said I'm just reading up on it now. It's it's it's, it's they've been asking a for long. a friend. <laughs> well, if you do, so isn't like, it like a you're something like, with weird like Asian porno, almost kind of? Oh, it's not uh, Whoopi is, Goldberg. Sure like, what's that? Ghost. Was,
1: say that again. wasn't there, Wasn't there a Whoopi Goldberg in a nun outfit? <laughs>
2: Well, no, that was, I, was, I wasn't I was going to tell Harley, but that I, was a psychic exploitation act. film. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're thinking of ghost. Harley's, though, no, Tony's got the nail on the head with Sister Act. Yeah. A little different, oh. Tony, but I, I like oh, where okay. you're going there. I like, I like you you're there. the porn, Sister Act. Porn, that's porn, it. Yeah. Title. Dude, Tony, do a certain, uh, just do a Wikipedia. They should tell you a, diff, a little paragraph definition, I'm sure. Uh, i a do lot, do lot it more none than that. None oh, Tony's going to do this. You can't even spell it. <laughs> how the fuck do you spell, man? I'm afraid now everyone listening is going to look at this genre. Uh, right okay, now, so non non-exploitation okay, is a subgenre of exploitation
1: film which had its peak in Europe in the 1970s. These films typically involve Christian nuns living in convents during the Middle Ages. The main conflict of the story is usually of a religious or sexual nature, such as religious oppression or sexual suppression due to living in celibacy. The Inquisition is another common theme. These films, although often seen as pure exploitation films, often contain criticism against religion in general and the Catholic Church in particular. Okay.
2: Yeah, All so they, right. come, yeah, they become, you know, raunchies, you know, skin flicks and, like, with some, you know, different overtones on them. So it's, you know, the, it's the
0: big fuck you to Christianity. Got it. All right. There you go.
2: There you go. Right up your alley, Harley. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. I'll sign one of these days. We'll see if you're All lucky. You Tony's already put in his queue right now. I can tell. He's awfully quiet over there.
1: Yeah, IMDb said I can't add anymore. Like I reached my limit <laughs> for <of> the day.
2: <laughs> There's not that many though. So, like I said, it's not one of those. But um, you know when I I was listening to a podcast, they were they were talking about it and they lumped it in just and go, you know, like it's not really one. But you know, she goes on the killing spree. She got the nun outfit. It sounds like I a revenge
0: wife. flick.
2: Yeah, so it's yeah, it's pretty cool. But again. She's not going after the guys that did it. She's going against every guy. You well, she probably, yourself.
1: like, I think like, the idea is that she sees the guys that did it in every man she sees. Yeah. You
2: know? Like I said, and it's pretty fucked up in the beginning. And, like, every dude that's with, like, that's the thing. There wasn't, like, one nice guy that I talked to that was nice. Maybe her boss, you know, but even him, he kind of starts making the moves towards her, you know, like, hey, you should go to the Halloween party, you know. Um but yeah, so they Why don't they you wear it? that nun outfit you wore last yeah. week, baby? <laughs> they depict every guy, yeah, it's like it's just vile, right? So it's like okay. So so it makes it easy to, so you roofer, like, yeah, yeah, take that dude Yeah, that, that guy's a dick too. That guy's, you know, fuck Oh, there's like one scene where like a pimp slapping a bitch around you know, I'm sorry, a woman, you know, a a a hooker. He's slapping around. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she's also, like she's like, also, you, know, you can't
0: like, be woke while reviewing a non film so I don't try I do whatever try. I
2: want it's my podcast so fucking... <laughs> I go all over the spectrum right? You trying want to it. be
0: woke during this fucking review
2: you really love that we're using it a lot
1: now? <laughs> yeah ladies. I don't think he knows well it's
0: right. in the it's such an American vernacular thing right now obviously okay. a vernacular and I probably am I probably am right,
2: sit so. down with your fucking thesaurus again alright take it easy over there all what are right. you trying to pray your wife listening right now you trying to get no. some Take it easy over there. All right? Let Tony say all the big words, all right? He <laughs> didn't even graduate high school, all right?
0: Tony doesn't talk.
2: Why is it... he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. He philosophizes. <laughs> <laughs> he philosophizes. <laughs> he, he drops bombs on your ass. <laughs> Chris <Cross> style. <laughs> he uh, drops bombs on Hiroshima. Or is that not right to say Harley? Let me no, just, let me just go through everything for you. Like, okay, you're making me break my train of thought. People are like dying at Obama's 45. So it was on Tubi, okay? Free movies on Tubi. That's where I found it. Unedited, only four ads. I thought it was fucking amazing. I'm like, wow, Tubi's fucking a badass. You got genre movies, um, totally unedited. You guys just watch a couple ads, and the ads weren't even in the sprinkled through the middle. Beginning, there were like four them towards the end. It was bad. Now, are that. these are I these ads so
0: specifically towards people that are interested in non sploitation <laughs> films?
2: It was about manscaping. It was about. Uh, t- uh, hair loss and, mm-hmm. and no, not enough. I, I don't remember. It was fucking, yeah. What do you, it was fucking, it was Capri Sun for kids and chicken nuggets. What do you,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't remember the ads. I was so into the movie. It was like, dude, the movie's oh. 80, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. Flow right by. Like I said, I ain't gonna lie, the nun outfit, pretty hot. She was wearing these gardeners. She had the gun in her thigh. Slow mo shot of her blasting fools. Looked badass. And it reminded me of Machete Kills. I think Lindsay Lohan's wearing a nun outfit. Ooh. She, She's rocking the nun outfit so um, you know Tony all into weird fetishes he might he might he might join me in this nun exploitation adventure i don't know i'm just saying so but i'm going to give Miss 45 a fucking high dollar i love the movie it was very, I'd buy very that for a dollar very entertaining so wish me luck in my nun journey guys do you guys want to come along i might oh, decide well. <laughs> So there you go. See? Aren't you, aren't you better now than you fucking know about... That's 45. And Abel for... He's a name. He's a he's a director, Harley. You might heard of his movie Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. Oh,
0: that's right. I do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Remember a little movie called King of New York?
0: No, I don't remember that.
2: Yes, you do, motherfucker. We just watched it. 1990. Christopher Walken, David Caruso, Lawrence Fishburne. Bro, we just watched Wesley Snipes. Oh Reset?
0: yes, yes, I Maybe. do remember
2: this one. I yeah, this. we just recently watched Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, yeah. He's an interesting cat too. This dude, I saw an interview with him on Conan, like back in like the early nineties. He reminded me of like Heath.
0: He's um, a New Yorker. Uh,
2: yeah. Off yeah. No, that's probably why I love filming there. He reminded me. Remember that interview um, where Heath Ledger said that the Tom Waits interview? That's where he got his voice of the Joker from. Mm-hmm. who's kind of like just leaning over and smoking a cigarette, just very like eccentric, or he's probably high off his. And that's how Abel was. He was just high, high as a kite. Uh, he left the dressing room. His producer, his, like his agent, had to go get him to bring him back to do the interview. And he's sitting there, has a cigarette, like just, just out there. I mean, this guy is a, he's a character.
0: Oh, and he's Kyle. been working in the last. He's got two movies that came out this year, or yeah. a movie came out in two thousand twenty. One last year, two yeah. in two thousand eighteen. I yeah. know oh, that's writing or acting Still alive. And he's still, still alive.
2: So, interesting. Yeah, he also did a movie called um, Driller Killer. He's famous for that.
0: And he's got Willem Dafoe and all his shit.
2: Yeah. Hey, that tie into the movie.
0: Well, yeah.
2: yeah. So maybe he didn't direct Driller Killers. It doesn't show him as wait. I'm looking at director. Yeah, 48 credits. Wait, did he not do that? Maybe he wrote it. Let's see. I don't want to. Movie. Give, I don't want to misinform our listeners here. Driller Killer. What movie. Driller Killer? Yeah, One 1979. Year. 1979. Oh, way back. oh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, the Driller
0: Killer, he wrote... No, he didn't write it, but he directed it and he started it. Yeah. Well, at least he was in it.
2: not Yeah, know. yeah. No, I think he is a Driller Killer. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. An artist slowly goes insane while struggling to play to pay his bills, work on his paintings, and care for his two female roommates, which leads him to taking to the streets of New York after or after dark and randomly killing D- Daryl Licks with a power drill. Is this um is this also a nuns? Ooh, it's on prime. This would not be lumped into exploitation. but that's an excellent uh, question, Harley. Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> uh. How do we follow that up, guys? Huh? Uh, I did see Twister. I'm gonna know I'm gonna follow it
0: up with the most family friendly movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Ford v Ferrari There you go. Um, we started watching this last weekend when we were camping if you guys remember I I took Mazzy to see this obviously James Mangold he you know he he touches uh, some history that that I'm personally interested in I was somewhat familiar with with the history on this Um, had a lot of fun in the theater watching it Um, I was a little underwhelmed uh, when I when I left it, and I was a little underwhelmed uh, after finishing it a second time, I don't know if I'll be in a hurry to watch it a third time. Um, it's 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 got a lot of the cliche sports films, right? So if you can like if you can watch and root for a sports the underdogs, etc. Uh, etc. Et you'll enjoy this movie. Chris hates cars and hates movies. And she gave it a high dollar, right? She doesn't give a shit about cars. She doesn't give a shit about movies. But Mangle did such a good job. The writing is so is consistent. It's good. The performances are really, really good. I mean, obviously, Matt Damon, Matt Damon and Christian Bale have an amazing uh, chemistry that works really well. Um, and so, it's just it's just a it, it's it's just done very well, right? I was. I think this movie was one of those movies where I was hoping that Mangold, Mangle would would come at it from a more genre standpoint. So, you know, um, what he brought to the table with Wolverine was a hard R genre film, right? it was only possible because of movies like Deadpool and and some other ones, but the studios would have never greenlit Logan 20 years ago, right? A rated R comic. What the fuck are you talking about? Rated R comic book movies. The only people go fucking see comic book movies and actually make money are kids like go check the Avengers. All that shit's PG 13. So, but because of the success of, of Deadpool, um, they greenlit that movie and he knocked it out the park, right? But again, it's not a, you know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't let my 10 year old watch that movie, you know, mm-hmm. although Mazzy was probably damn near 10 when I took her to the theater to see it. So I'm not real sure what that says about me. But, anyways, I was really hoping that he would take that same like OCD like filmmaking with this material. And I'm a gearhead first. And so I was really like, I was hoping that I'd get this documentary on Ford v. Ferrari. And I didn't, I got this family friendly version that's, that has a relationship with the wife and the kid. And it's, it, everything is, is, is un, is it's just polite and et cetera, et cetera. And so um, it just, it just wasn't what I was expecting. And the second time around, it it reaffirmed that. I remember watching it and, and Chris was laughing and having a great time with it and I thought, Yeah, that's good. And so it gets a solid dollar. It's it's a good movie. It's not I a Slater. That for a dollar. It it's 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 nowhere near a Slater. Um it's uh I would rather watch Logan all over again. And you know, me, I'm a car guy. I'm a gearhead. I love Ford, I love the story of Ford V. Ferrari. Oh, you're um, a fun guy. I'm a gun guy. No, I, I was. It was interesting. I'm not a gun guy.
2: What about movies like um, Death Race with guns on cars?
0: Okay. I'm, I'm Well, and and I watched the remake and it was fine. You know, I had nothing you against know. it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Just saying. Twisted. Young Twisted. Young
0: Hollywood would have loved those movies. I gotta. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I'm I'm giving Ford v Ferrari a dollar because it's a really well done
4: movie. Yes, sir. If
0: you're a hardcore gearhead who wants to know how the engineering and the politics, et cetera, et cetera, a documentary on on that history, go somewhere else. This is a family friendly movie where your kids go can watch else, it, have a great time. Um, and so,
2: yeah. What for about the, me? This is, what about me, who's a connoisseur of nun movies? Would I love it? Would I enjoy it? Uh, There's
0: not a lot of nuns in it. Damn, not a lot of exploitation going on.
2: Uh, (laughs) That's a word, I love it Uh, Tony, that's enough exploitation for you (laughs) Yeah I'm looking it up right now
0: (laughs) Exploitation right on your face (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay (laughs) Split, split Split, split, split
0: Yeah, Ford v. Ferrari I would actually say my wife gives us a higher rating than I do
2: Okay All right you know what I watched this morning? Hmm. With, with the kids Saving Private games. Ryan? Yeah, yeah, what's that all about? That's crazy. So, so on PlayStation Plus, um, one of the free games you get this month, or maybe it was last month, is uh, Call of Duty World War II. Um, very beginning, you store Normandy. And uh, he's playing He's playing the game, and he's like, hey, I just blew up a Nazi hotel. I'm like, oh, that's badass. Fuck them Nazis. And, then he's, and he's playing other missions, and he's like, hey, uh, I want to watch Saving Private Ryan now. I'm like, oh, now you want to watch it? Because I mean, we wanted to watch it for a while now. And uh, the the little guys, they were like, is this real? Is this based off a true story? We're like, yep, this should happen." you know. We're celebrating the 4th yesterday and everything. You know, we kept, we kept trying to remind, you know, like say, you know, these brave men and women, you know, sacrifice their lives for what we're doing right now and just kind of try to emphasize it a lot while people are getting blown up and uh, people are looking for their arms and getting blown up and shit. Um, you know, the Normandy Beach really, you know, got their attention like, whoa, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, fucking fantastic movie. Holds up, you know beautiful for you know how fucked up it is and just it made you just made me really think you know especially after celebrating the fourth you know um the scene at the end with uh the old dude in in front of Captain Miller's um headstone there and uh and seeing the lines and lines of white crosses which is funny because the contrast from that scene with like all those white crosses from the very beginning of Normandy where that just the boat opens up and just that fucking machine gun just hoses down all those men you know and some young, some young, you know, some look just young as kids, right? Just and then the bodies in the in the in the beach and the and the water being red, and we just, you know, we just recently rewatched that recently, and uh, we talked about it. I'm pretty sure we, I don't know if it's certified Slater, but
1: me, I'm
0: pretty, pretty sure it was a certified Slater.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tony. I'm I'm pretty sure we re- we did we not review it. No, oh, we. we did. I know we
0: reviewed we, it. I Tony Fonzo's re- asking, did we certify Slater it?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm
0: like, I'm pretty sure we did.
1: Yeah. Tony, do you
0: do you think you would give this movie a Slater? Yeah, do you remember?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'd still give it a Slater.
0: Yeah, that's a certified Slater.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool.
2: Uh, We should have a sounder for the certified Slater. It's like an air horn mixed with the Slater. (laughs) hmm. Get back to us on that time. It's, okay it's, right it's
0: it's like a Jurassic Park
2: certified Slayer, right? right. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, no brainer. Ninja Turtles. Come on.
4: Yeah.
2: It's up there. Yeah. I'd love to have a picture. Uh, you know what? Uh, the ones that I do have certified, I'm going to take a picture. and Just that way you kind of re- remember. Uh, I'll put them like in a shelf. I'll put them side by side. Because I know Drive, Jurassic Park, Same Pride Ryan, Ninja Turtles are all on there. And Heat and Batman aren't, Harley. You know why.
1: <laughs> you want those to be certified? You get another host. Fuck your shit. You certified Slater.
2: Oh you, oh, you slowed it down? <laughs> yeah. That
1: was so by by up. our boy Mike. Uh, do you want an English accent? How about Graham? Maybe, uh-huh. maybe a little slower.
2: Okay. There you go. So and then uh, so after certified the fourth,
3: um, Slater.
2: Oh, there you go. There
1: you go. <laughs> My work. My work. I like that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, yes, yeah, so after the fireworks, it was still, it was still Saturday. so still had our screening. So I put in 1996, directed by Jean de Bunt, who was um, director of photography for the movie Speed. So now he gets to direct a movie here. A movie called – written by Michael Crichton, Harley. Your boy, mm. Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. Starring Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Carrie Ells. It was fucked up, man, watching the movie. Fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman and Bill Paxton both are not with us anymore. And they're so great in the movie, too, you know? So it kind of sucked, man. It's kind of it – that shit hit a little different, you know? Mm. Ooh, that should be hitting different. So Twister1996, Bill and Joe Harding, advanced storm chasers on the brink of divorce, must join together to create an advanced weather alert system by putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes. The well, last time y'all saw Twister? You remember? Years.
0: I saw it as an adult, I remember, a couple of years ago. Well, probably 10 years ago. Remember,
2: like, oh, that's good. Okay. Tony? Been a while,
1: too? It's been a while, yeah. Probably yeah. Yeah. eight years, maybe? I mean, it's been a while.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, the, the wacky the wacky cast of Storm Chasers with Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, mm, and, uh Oh, yeah. um, uh. You see, it, and you see all the other guys, too, and they're like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy, Alan Ruck from some, um, from Speed, uh, and Sean Whalen, the Aaron Burr guy. Aaron Burr. Uh, Jamie Gertz plays um, Bill Paxton's new girlfriend. They're about to get married, and all that Bill Paxton wants to tell him to sign the paper, but then they show him Dorothy, the new invention with the little flying silver ball they want to throw inside the tornado so they can um, study it more. So the whole time they're chasing storms, and the Carrie Ells is the one that's sponsored. He's in it for the money. Um, he's not in it for the actual science of it all Um, and yeah this is you know we get flying cows which was awesome I remember seeing the trailer a flying boat comes at him but one of my favorite fucking scenes of all time is the one in the drive-in when they're watching The Shining and I I guess it's a Warner Brothers production because they get they get get a lot of scenes Mm -hmm. from the movie and one of the scenes is when Jack's breaking down the um, door which we all talked about how much we loved. when he's Mm -hmm. breaking down the door the tornado's destroying the screen while that's happening. And it's just one of the coolest. I think I might have put it on message. I'm not sure. I was recording on my phone. Um, but while he's hitting the door and destroying the door, the tornado is destroying the screen. And it's flying apart. It's just fucking cool. It looks so cool. So, yeah, everyone had a good time. with it. Was fun. You know, We had burgers. And our brother all barbecue food. And just sitting there enjoying it. And we had a good time. While fireworks were still going off for fucking forever. It was 11 o'clock at night. We were still listening and hearing fireworks. It was crazy. People really went off on their fireworks this year. Uh, but yeah, Twisted, man, it's a dollar for me. It's a lot of fun.
4: I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: It's interesting. He fell off the face of the planet. Who? Dubon.
2: Yeah, he didn't really do much after that, huh?
0: He didn't do anything.
2: Oh, he did it? Huh? After he directed that?
0: Nope. Well, no, that's not... I mean, he directed some other stuff. He directed The Second Speed, he directed The Haunting in 1999, and then in 2003 okay. he directed Laura Croft Tomb Raiders: The Cradle okay. of Life. Yeah, but he didn't direct anything after that. Oh, and he didn't a, write or direct or produce anything after that.
2: Yeah, he was a DP in uh, Cujo.
0: Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he did some stuff. Well, he's not a young man. He's
1: seventy-six years old. So,
2: yeah. good track right, minor He's producer Minor Report. Yeah. It's really it has him as the director for Speed. He did direct Speed, but I think somebody else directed that. Yeah. I thought he was the DP. Wow, I fucked up that. Gosh, I don't know why I thought he uh, was a DP. I mean, I, I think I knew he started. Speed, speed 16, feels but...
0: very 1994
2: Tony Scott. You know, not not of ton of speed edits, quick edits. Good point. But it, I, I, yeah, but I hear you. Not no Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love me some Tony Scott though. But yeah sure. I, uh, yeah, he did race what the fuck my bad speaking so of yeah. Tony Scott and I got extra credit oh shit oh shit son well, hold on hold on so is that it for extras yeah okay Tony's Damn. like yeah, yeah. Like let's yeah. move this fucking long yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so let's take a quick break and we got to piss so I gotta get something to I, I can take a break I can take a leave perfect yeah. beautiful Tony get that pause music son All right, so who had the extra credit? Oh wait, we're homework. Sorry, homework. I'm going backwards. Sorry. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. Yep. Um, hold on a second, because I I got to do. I got to pull out my. I, shit thought, I, I out. thought Tony would have a foghorn playing in the background. <laughs> 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 Tony's like, oh, I got you. Watch this. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't think I have a pen.
0: Oh, there's one. Good. Okay, so I picked the lighthouse. I feel like this movie, when it came out, was kind of the uh, the critics, you know, sweetheart movie kind of thing. You know, what's that? What's that title? What's that thing? I yeah. love that dog. Yeah, critics. So um, obviously, we got Willem Dafoe. That was that I feel was like
1: Foghorn Leghorn. Sorry. Oh. Wrong, wrong Foghorn
2: Foghorn Leghorn Yeah <laughs> Are you Did you pick up the cartoon? too Yes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Even better Fucking Foghorn Leghorn You must have them In your brain Because the uh, Knives out
1: uh, Oh they maybe them too. Remember Yeah yeah They dropped them Dro- Name dropped them Yeah
2: Yep. You
3: gotta keep. I say you gotta keep
2: on your toes. Put toes, that is. Put the fast ones. There you right go. Put that in the background. Uh, yeah. I, guarantee, I guarantee Evan's calling with that voice next week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I said. Boy, I said. Give me them boys. <laughs> uh, there we go. Nah, see, I like the other part. Yeah, of the that was pretty weak. That was pretty weak. That was that was, <laughs> <weak in there. laughs>
0: that was, that was a cartoon. Cartoon. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So yeah. there you go. It's either the, that or the <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, Darling. That was the, the the word I was looking for. This I feel like uh, the Lighthouse is the, the critics darling movie of 2019. So, it's got a 7.6 on IMDb. Black and white. It's in a square aspect ratio. Um it it's just Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Um, my own psychology, I feel like poor Pattinson is still trying to prove that he's a real actor. Um, after the whole twilight saga thing, um, we saw him in good time a couple of years before and we really liked it, or at least I remembered liking it and I, I being impressed by his performance. Um, and the fact that now he's in fucking tenant and, um, Nice Batman. Yeah, he's fucking Batman, right? So like obviously they're like, no, this guy will, can yeah, fucking fucking act. So he is British. They're doing the British accent. Of course, Will Defoe is like I don't know. Defoe I feel like should get a fucking Academy Award for this movie.
2: He was nominated. For performances.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. So uh the scene when he's getting <laughs> spoiler alert. That's the only thing I was
2: saying. Are you going right there, huh? <laughs> Fuck.
1: Fucking
2: Jesus. Hello, Reed, I didn't know Reed joined the call. Oh, Reed, how you doing? This, this, this uh... just delete Tony, that. Tony, I got it. No, 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 no. No, no. Tony, just play a seagull squawking. <laughs> that part when Harley said that it'll be brilliant. Okay? clanking on a glass window.
0: So, um that scene alone is like
2: and it's, keep it's, do it through Harley's whole interview. <laughs> so whole can life. Life. <laughs> I guarantee you'll break. I guarantee you'll break because I know I did. Oh,
0: so, um, so I was in hurry to see it. I was excited to see it. Right? I was like, I obviously black and white didn't bother me. Um, I didn't think. Did you see was the was witch a...
2: Harley? No, other movie. Okay. That's what's interesting. No. Yeah, you went you went to this one. First. I went okay. in blind.
0: No, no trailers. No nothing. Like mm. no idea. Is the witch black and white too? No. Oh, okay. The family in 1630s New England era is torn apart by the force of witchcraft. Black Mirror. So it's six point nine. Pretty,
2: pretty even. Period. Yeah, period piece.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So so seven point six on IMDb, and this is a genre film, right? Drama, fantasy, horror. The fact that it's done so well. Um, I, I, I get it. I'm not surprised. Um, a lot of hipsters are going to like this movie. Um, <laughs> it didn't change. It didn't change cinema history kind of thing. It's, you know, um, we've seen the sort of we've seen some elements of it done before. I mean, the, the truth be told, it is basically a film about the psychology of sort of like, you know, um, separation, you know they, they are lighthouse keepers that get stuck um, and uh, you know they start losing their mind and, and I think um, you know uh, uh, Defoe's character he's been doing it forever. He's sort of like more or less even keeled. Um, there's there's a big element to alcohol in the movie, especially towards the end. Uh, And Defoe seems to have a much better grasp on that, of moderation kind of thing. And Pattinson's character just slowly just, you know, just breaks down into insanity kind of thing.
2: Well, he is um, working on like a no.
0: Yeah, Defoe's character is hardcore. Yeah, right.
2: So, uh um, They both
1: have their issues. No one's the same.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt.
2: I mean, with that yeah, said. I guess Paul, yeah, Pattinson's, you know, dark
1: I would well, say uh, past. Well, yeah, right. Right. Could, they all have their you're their secret. This is
0: This took place in the 19th century, right? Like 1890. This is pre industrial revolution like slavery the slaves were still walking around i mean i mean they weren't slaves they were free but it was like humanity's past in the late 1800s was ugly so the fact that he was like working them like a dog was nothing like that was completely that that's completely sort of period accurate and the fact that he witnessed some horrible shit and was kind of you know, sort of complacent or whatever, like that's character wasn't a villain, you know, uh, there were no villains in this movie. Um, they were just victims of their own period. And, and just the isolation from and being stuck on you know, the rain and, and et cetera, et cetera. And, and maybe there was some, I don't know the history of the psychology of, of, um, possible nutritional deficiencies, um, possibly being part of it. Um, certainly I had to Google, um, turpentine. I wasn't familiar with, was, I, I figured they were, they were, um, getting creative on the high towards the end of the movie. And so I had to Google what, what was going on there. So, um, cause I just didn't know. So that could, that could also be part of, part of the sort of, you know, the last like 30 minutes of the movie is, is sort of exponential in the sense. Um, yeah, so it's. I hate to say it, but in some the screenplay is relatively straightforward. I think the movie, from a critical standpoint, relies heavily on the performances and sort of the, just sort of the presentation of of the film. What did you guys think? Uh.
1: I kind of appreciated it was black and white in certain scenes. Uh, there's that one seagull scene. I was the like
2: contrast, like the color. So there's like only certain grays. There's no reds, and mm-hmm. then and then also the aspect ratio smaller to like makes you feel more claustrophobic. Where it's just these two, you know, in the house like always. So there's several
0: scenes. There's several scenes. Sorry, where you know, like the the sides are like black. It's a very dark yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like you said there's the colors are very specific and so there's scenes where it's like there's not a whole lot to see but the focus is really on you know sort of slender and tall and, and narrow and um there's there's quite a bit of fuck you
2: mosquito got him fucking got on you damn did you get him damn mosquito yeah i you clap really loud okay fuck all right well there, i think there's I, th- I think there's more than one <laughs> okay so we'll hear some more clapping later
0: fuck yeah so I was
2: just reading because it was shot on double X stock black and white (laughs) there it goes it requires much more light to get exposure so when they shot at night and indoors they had to use about 15 to 20 times more light on set to actually see something on film Hmm. the crew put flickering 500 to 800 watt halogen bulbs and period correct kerosene lamps that were only a few feet away from the actors faces resulted in the set being (laughs) blindly bright and the actors barely seeing each other. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So make it even more, you know, hard but, um so I guess there's a lot of problems with the the extreme weather conditions, freezing temperatures, cold Atlantic water, intense winds, snow. I mean just tons of it, right? But like you're saying, Harley, from going back to your your first point about Pattinson, let me just say this, um uh throw this out there real quick. Uh this gets the award for from my wife Amy that both actors in this movie she would like to punch in the face. More so Robert Pattinson. <laughs> he has a more he has a more punchable face. Like she just something about his face she just wants to punch. I don't uh, you know so we have all those actors, Matt Damon. Uh she has these two. Um I love Defoe though, so I'm like, oh, don't punch Defoe. She's like he's just, you know, his face just yeah, his face is very unique. I get it. Like when he takes off the Green Goblin mask, Spider Man, it almost looks exactly the same. Like he never took it off, which was quite fast, funny. Um but yeah, just wanted to just wanna throw that out there really quick. Um right. Willem full farting, always funny, uh, you know. <laughs> especially towards the end he just can't stand it anymore. I mean, yeah, acting. Um, Robert Eggers is really, really – he did this with the witch too. He wanted to be super historically accurate with the dialect and the way they talked and spoke. So him and, him and his brother – like if you the notice, Defoe, he's just you – know, Get worse. He has that, that jargon. Subtitles, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Well, in fact, I'm in the tree right now where it says Robert Pattinson's accent is based on a very specific era of Maine farming dialect while Willem Dafoe is the jargon of Atlantic fishermen and sailors of the time. Director-writer Robert Eggers was very precise about the actor's accents and the line delivery. He would, for example, would give instructions to say the second sentence of your third line 75% faster. Like, Jesus. Like, imagine this motherfucker sitting there with like the script, the book, with all the lighting on these poor actors' face and making sure they all get it fucking right. Like, and same with The Witch. Like, there was just this dialogue. Like, same thing. You had to add subtitles. Yeah. This is very dialect piece. It was very interesting, too. Like, when Defoe was talking, it almost – it gave me this clockwork orange vibe, like how Alex would talk and the drugs you know. They had their mm. own very unique way of talking. So I kind of felt it like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just – but you're right. With well, subtitles, it just makes it so much easier. But every other word was year year, and, you know, like, these abbreviations. So it was just like – Yeah. Hey, you know? So, yeah, kudos to Defoe, for fact, and that stuff. And so And, yeah. and so it was Um Unfortunately it just kinda of drags it sometimes, you know. It's just like um I'm I'm getting like, you know, the sense of, you know, okay, you know, the folks he's working like like crazy, you know, he's fucking with them. Um but then once we find out about Patterson later on, so it's like, huh, okay. We get, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like okay. Um yeah, the atmosphere, it's like, you know, like I said, the aspect ratio, everything we've you know, black and white. It makes sense if i black and white, it just kinda of fits the damn. What the fuck is over here? Kill it free.
0: All cost over here. Mosquito. Well, you
2: know, you know, like you slap him in the chest on a wrestler. You're like, you like just give him the Ric Flair chops.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at that! He just woo. He's going to town on these motherfuckers. Yeah, damn. Oh, miss. Um, you know? Yeah. Which so oddly enough, while I was watching this earlier in the week, I had looked up. Um, oh no, it was, It came into my recommendations on YouTube for some reason. Clicked on it. Um, I was watching this on a video, and then the guy on the video mentioned a subreddit called Submechanophobia. You guys ever heard of that?
0: I, I've read it, but I never, I didn't actually go down the the rabbit
2: hole. Okay, it's just like man made, uh, like metal material, like un- submerged underwater. Fear of submerged and, uh,
1: machines.
2: Yes, okay. and so they fear of what?
1: Submerged machines. The so fear see, like, of partially uh, or fully submerged man-made objects, Sub-mechanophobia. Yeah,
0: so, all right, yeah. Uh, so if you go, can, in you, there... can you post a YouTube video or something? Because now I'm interested.
2: Okay. Well, there was like the like these haunted old like amusement park rides, and um, one of them was like this one weird looking dragon that would... it was like actually like the Disneyland ride. Remember the submarine ride?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So partially there was like this submerged. stock footage.
2: So there's a stock footage of this black and white of this – it's supposed to be like this like whore or sea dragon or whatever dragon-looking thing with, like, these goofy googly eyes, right? But, like, so some people, they said it was really funny to some people, it was really haunting. So, like, when you would see this image of black and white, it was very, like, haunting. Like, I'm all, I know it's supposed to look goofy and everything, but it looks fucking terrifying, you know? Like, I remember – and think about it, too. In the submarine in Disneyland, it was super small. You can just only look out that window. I don't know. So people have a lot of fears with them. So I just went on that rabbit hole and seen these other pictures of like sunken ships and other made – You know, it's fucking scary seeing things underwater anyway. It's in the dark. So um, so yeah, so there's that. But so there was that one contrasted scene where like there's that mermaid swimming there, right? You don't know if she's really there or not. It's black and white. This movie – cut. you know what it reminded me of like when I watched Eraserhead for the first time? It's in black and white. It's mm. like a fever dream. You ever had a fever dream? Yes. yes. Didn't finish that movie okay um, the only time I've ever felt like um, watching a movie like uh, uh, that I felt like I had a fever dream watching it was Head. So I remember the first time I had a really bad fever dream I go, that's what it felt like watching this movie just doesn't make sense just like outwardly just you know even trying to describe a dream right after, like five minutes after you wake up never makes sense it just doesn't happen um, so just rem- that scene reminded me where she's kind of swimming to the camera it's black and white and he's just like am I fucking seeing things or am I not you know which well, she comes coming around later on, too. Um, a lot of Greek mythology, too, to the movie, too. Like, if you read about, like, Eggers, like, um, he des- he describes the characters as, um, uh, let's see, the first one says, according to Robert Eggers, the two lead characters represent fi- figures in Greek mythology. Wake, Wake represents Proteus, an old prophetic sea god who was called the old man of the sea. Winslow represents Prometheus. So there's all that. And then same with, like, um, mermaids, right? Back in Greek mythology, they were used as, like, to, to um, not even Greek mythology, but, like, just summon the sailors and tricking them right into killing them with like the sirens and screeching and things like that so it was kind of interesting that uh, he had that on there and then the whole I gotta sh- I gotta find this picture of, um uh it's William Dafoe next to the the mermaid and the certain how would you say women feature um oh. it's, a, it's a pretty it's, it's, a, it's very it's just a cool picture I'll have to send it to you guys um so what's funny it's like I'm not bored watching it but i'm not entertained either right it's this weird i'm watching them going through the motions but i'm not like oh fuck it's the movie's kind of boring you know or it's like but I'm, 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 not my, I'm like mildly entertained cause i'm still interested you know so I, it's just this weird weird mixed feeling i'm having so i, I'm I'm I curious feel to, like i'm about it more with you guys and then kind of get a but, I feel you know, the same way.
0: I feel like yeah. I'm watching a movie, I'm an hour I'm an hour into it and I'm like, Chris is like, are you actually like enjoying this movie? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious what's gonna happen next. Like I want to know what's gonna happen um, because they've done such a good job of sort of building these characters. I feel like I know what
2: the characters <laughs> I just, I just... are. I just hear how he Don't fuck it up. Right? Like <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing. And it so as the ending came about, I was like, Okay, I kind of could have guessed this was gonna happen. But at the same time, I'm kinda let down a little bit. Like, but what do you expect? Like it's like what could it be? You know, it's 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 not gonna So it's like yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Tony?
1: This is a horror movie, and it makes you feel uneasy and disturbed. And it it it, it that is Check like all the boxes. Yeah, it it does a good job of it. It makes you go, "What the fuck?" Uh, and it's like, "What the hell's going on?" What are these? Who are these guys? And that's that's what it is. Like it just depicts the the um, the isolation that these guys go through and how that fucks with your head. Uh, it's a psychological horror, and I felt it. Like it was like this is this is very uneasy. The foghorn going on throughout the whole damn movie. I'm like, that alone will drive a guy crazy um mm-hmm. it, it, it and i think that, at that it did its job like in in that respect i was like yep did its job i enjoyed it mainly because i was expecting a horror movie and it did it it made me feel it made me feel those horror negative feelings normally i don't like horror movies cuz i don't like feeling negative feelings anyway uh but because i have to do it for this damn podcast i was like all right it did its job so good for it um I think it it had a so who uh, so one of the my buddy was watching it with me um oh oh, he said it reminded him of the shining like the kind of horror that you have in the shining um you know with, with the isolation oh, and whatnot yeah. um it had that kind of a feeling mm-hmm. uh, it It was cool to see like the the cinematography in it was amazing uh and I, I know that's one of the reasons I liked the Witch, was just the way the camera worked, the way he frames scenes is really cool, and he did it in this one, too. Like, it's just, it's really cool. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I don't think the plot fucking matters in this. It, it, it doesn't matter who these guys are. It doesn't matter where they came from. It's all, all it. whatever exposition is in there, it's just to add to the the the, the, the psychological... Uh, unraveling that they're going through, yeah. Then um, that's it. Like they they reveal something about their past, and then they use it later to break it. And it's like, oh well, no, I'm you know this this is going on, and and that's all. It's just a way of showing them breaking down. Um, because uh, the, they they both, um, yeah, they they like like we said earlier, they're 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 no good guys, they're no bad guys. These guys are just going crazy. Uh, one guy seems to be going crazy faster than the other guy uh but the other guy's got his own problems you know he's 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 the the defoe is is driving him you know like working him like a dog and um gaslighting him at times and and doing some weird shit to the light so um yeah i i think this did a good job of being a a psych psycho horror so it gets a dollar for me
4: i'd buy that for a dollar
0: I struggle. It you know, if Chris certainly gave this a waste of time, if I wasn't a movie buff, I hate to say that term, um, I I would probably just go, Yeah, it's not for me. Um, I appreciate you know, we talk about movies and films and this is like Tony just said, it's like the, 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 the plot doesn't really matter. It's it's just about sort of like the presentation of of believe i believed these two clowns were just
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. really
0: struggling and, and going down this you know psychological torture thing which a lot of people did back in the old days i mean a lot i of think people that's it this day.
1: um just real quick i uh, i remember feeling at one point uh an appreciation for the reality that there was people that did these jobs like we needed the lighthouse. The lighthouse was an, mm-hmm. served an important role to help ships not crash and blah 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 mm-hmm. and they needed people like this to go take care of them and and real people went through this and so it, like, it gave, me, gave me appreciation for those like remote jobs that are mm-hmm. like nobody really thinks about, but you know the, there's they go through some shit just to take care of it
4: yeah mm-hmm.
0: so um So, yeah, I mean, it's like if all things in a vacuum, I would just go, like, yeah, that was kind of a waste of time in some regards. I I would, too, also give it a dollar just because I could appreciate the filmmaking aspect of it. Um, I don't know that – I wouldn't recommend this to anybody but somebody that's a fan of genre films kind of thing, you know, um, or really appreciate the – you know, I the, again the performances from both of the actors is outstanding. I think especially DeFoe's character, um, one scene in particular. Um the scene with the with the um with the bird was in, was especially sort of remote.
2: Oh my god, that yes. child was fucking dying, dude. That shit was hilarious.
0: No, it wasn't no, hilarious at was all. It was
2: horrific. Yeah. sick fuck. <laughs> oh, you, oh dude, that fucking thing didn't get fucked with all fucking time. Are you kidding well, me? Well I know, but uh,
0: this, uh, yeah.
2: It's, so anyway. But but, but it but the
0: spoilers, you sick freak. But,
2: but it might it went to the character that like, you talked about. It. They said the souls of sailors were in and the seagulls, yeah. right? Right.
1: And it's so, bad yeah, absolutely. Luck. Luck. Yeah, but I mean the uh, act and of it, all knew
2: it too. But it came <laughs> but it came back too, that certain seagull, if you noticed, yeah, was missing an eye, right? Right. Oh, spoiler territory, when we find the lobster trap, when we find the one, the previous one that was working with fucking. Yeah, adults. so this is sure, sure. one of those Still movies the where life. there's
0: a ton of like unanswered like
2: Oh, it's like very ambiguous. The motherfucker left it like yeah. that too. It's kind of annoying, but you exactly. know. Exactly. So.
0: But here's the problem. I'm not in a hurry to watch this movie again. It's not entertaining <laughs> enough for me to want to go back to watch it.
2: And it's, so... it's like yeah, it's like The Shining in comparison. But then with, with The Shining, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories where people go back and watch it over and over again. I'm, I'm wondering if this would get that same. No, well, I don't think so. You know? uh, my buddy okay, who I watched
1: don't... it with me, he said he wants to watch it again and, and pay close attention. Yeah, I exactly. See, yeah. I can
2: see that. because there's so many other things on there too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I I think for me, The Shining is
0: like one of like top five villainous performances of all time right? I mean, Jack is mm, just right, so... Right. You talk about, like, he's so cool at the beginning to cool, but he's, like, so normal. Oh, he's an
2: asshole throughout the movie. What are you talking about cool?
0: Well, like, right at the beginning, Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Oh, he's, an an time when he's, no, driving he's an the asshole. He's
1: an asshole with a little bit of charm at the beginning, but yeah. you know, it, it falls away pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, no, Absolutely. Um, so just, it's just jack <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <It's, laughs> no he's an asshole on. throughout come on no <laughs> no you're right you're right so um
0: no i don't think this will Every go down like you a Come
2: in and interrupt me i can't stop me from typing. <laughs> well no he's already like full-on but on the way he's there when they're driving like he's not smiling the entire time they're talking to him you know the only time he yeah. smiles when he talks to his kid he's like Oh, he saw it on TV. That's the like, that's the only time he fucking <laughs> smiled. I mean he's like, just like unbelievable. So um, um
0: yeah. No, I, I think The Shining is is one of those like you know masterpiece films. And there is obviously some ambiguity in that film. And it does bear repeating, Probably, yeah. watching, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. But um I don't know that this I don't think this movie will, will have that effect. I, I think Every year we have hey, just
2: some somebody going to watch it again. <laughs> somebody just well, said I, I, the no, I'm, I'm,
0: there's going to be people that love this. This is going to be people's favorite movie of the year. This is going to be critical. I mean, you know, the hipsters, oh, are yeah. going to come out of the woodwork and love the shit out of this film. They
2: have a um, yeah,
0: exactly. And, and and again, I get it. Um, for me, I, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole and spend hundreds of hours trying to." You know, break down every scene of the movie it's not entertaining enough for me to want to watch it over and over but there's
2: again. tons of youtube videos of people doing that so <laughs> yeah so there you if go you want. So,
0: yeah, yeah i mean I, I give it a solid dollar um i'd buy that for a dollar it, it is what everybody's kind of saying it is um at the same time it's it's nothing it's nothing that special there's some things that are done very well, I would argue. The performances are probably the start. Like you said, you brought up the dialogue. The performances of the heavy, accented dialogue. Uh, Willem Dafoe is from Wisconsin,
2: son. <laughs> <laughs> <And> he... <laughs> it's interesting you right? both said there wasn't a villain of the movie, but I I disagree. I feel like there is. Who do you what think the villain is? is? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you
0: think he's the villain in it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Remember well, he certainly certainly towards the end
2: remember his name though what he tells the uh, phone in the beginning uh, he said his from, name Winslow Ephraim from will Winslow
1: right mm-hmm. What's Why it is it that foreman?
2: was that was a foreman who died that he neglected to stop remember oh That's yeah yeah he, yeah he took the, yeah
0: he took the um, yeah, spoil
1: it yeah but see yeah. I the, when I was hearing that I'm like the, the guy's already crazy he could be making shit up. He's spilling the beans, but he, how do you know the beans are real? Like, like everything. He's, yeah. he's hallucinating. Yeah, I, it's like, the, the, that's what the movie makes for me is like, these guys are out there and they're both like, you can't really take what they're saying. You have to take what they're saying with a grain of salt. Like it might not be real. It, it, there might be a story layered with another story within another story. And both of those aren't real um, names. And he's got another one down the line. It's like, they're just, they're gone.
2: And what's interesting too, like this isn't like, you know, from point A to point B with the ending, you know, it's so ambiguous and Tony usually doesn't like that. So it's I'm, not an I'm ambiguous thing. This movie isn't ambiguous. So, you no. Know? I, I would say the last
0: min the last sixty seconds there's there's some ambiguity to the seagulls at the end.
1: What? We're
0: I mean, talking about the
1: spoilers. Okay. I, yeah. Are we
2: so, even but, a certified D? <laughs> I uh yeah, I um yeah. You fond of me lobster? I'm giving it a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy
4: that for a dollar.
0: I'm, I'm sure we'll have some pretty good accents.
2: For sure, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Did you so want to spoil it? Why? you want to spoil
6: it The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Hey!
0: So, 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 two questions, right? Obviously, Defoe's character is—he, I'm not so concerned about why he's so obsessed with the the lens, with the with the Fresnel lens, with the with the actual light. Um, but he is in—he's orgasmic in just standing without his shirt on, or p- potentially butt-ass naked in the light. Is that because there's just not a lot of light, and that gives some? It is a, it is a, uh, you know, a fuel lit. It's not like there's no electricity. Um, is it? It was just like being on the surface of the sun. Like he's just getting a sun. Like he's getting all the vitamin D he could possibly want. Is that why he's so so? Sir, so you,
1: do, you think that's the reason someone would go up to a light in the middle of the night? Well, why nigga- is he
0: so freaked out and so obsessed with the light?
1: He just is. He's off his rocker, man. <laughs> there's no other. There's no other explanation. There's no logic. No,
0: because he's not off his rocker. Uh, he yes. is sane throughout the entire movie. No,
1: no. Just because yeah, we'll he says back. more words in a better way doesn't mean he is sane.
0: Well, define
1: insane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what this movie's doing. It's like here's insanity, folks. There's two different types. They both got. No, it.
2: I see Pattinson way more insane than fucking. Well, Pattinson, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Pattinson. Oh, oh, well, well, yes, been working there for months. He hasn't gone home. You know,
1: Pattinson is like, a is is definitely like a violent level of insane. But the other guy's got one of those like senile insanities. Is just drawn out. My man's
2: out there in the back sewing. You know, the little patterns. He, he seems. He seems. I like saw a, that. Uh, I remember that scene. <laughs> he's
0: like fucking.
2: He's as calm as can be. You know, crocheting crocheting
0: a beanie cap now here's the thing like he he's he you know obviously uh, this is where the alcohol thing kind of comes into play defoe is drinking the entire time right Mm -hmm. he's always got a buzz um pattinson's character you know he's he's a recovering alcoholic and then when he does break sobriety he he goes all out he goes bananas and it there's there's this sort of like bonding experience over that so they're singing and they're dancing there's even a scene where there's they they almost kiss kind of thing you know but then they, of course they turn into bros and they want to start boxing kind of things um and yeah, so yeah that's what i just said did you not yeah. fucking pay attention to me bitch Sorry. i
2: was reading something Sorry. <laughs> so
0: that's all so um So there's all these compounds elements, things going on. But Defoe's character consistently is sort of like, he even's like, don't pay no mind to me, right? Like, he's busting his chop. Now, the one thing is that he does fuck him over in in the the book, right? That's a plot thing where he's like, he was planning on burning Pattinson's character. Like, he was going to straight fuck him over. Or at least that's what the movie's implying. Right. But up until that point, he just seems like a really hard ass foreman. It's fucking 1890. I hate to break it to you people, but life was hard back then. Right. I mean, coal miners and and shit like this. Like, you know, again, there were people that were still alive our age that remember being a slave. So it's like life fucking sucked. Back then, so the fact that he had to carry the kerosene tanks up and then back down, and he had to wheelbarrow the coal from point A to point B, or you know, paint the side of the like, he wasn't torturing him. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't sick. Defoe's character. He just he went through shit like that, you know, and he fucking lived the life on a boat and fucking horrible environments, and and so you know, try to put you know the or. Pattinson's character was a young Thundercat and he was going to put him through his paces. I get it. That, that, that doesn't make him insane, I would argue. Um, uh, what was the point? What was my point? So I, I really feel like Pattinson's character is what we really see struggle with insanity. He just sort of breaks down. He wasn't expecting the... the um, You know, they have broken schedules too, so most of the time... When Pattinson's awake, Defoe's asleep, and vice versa. So the, the, there's that element too. The movie doesn't blatantly address it, but but it's got to be an element, right? But why are they so obsessed with the light? There's something about the light. I I, I think I, I'm I, again. I'm assuming it's just this sort of like you know you lay on the beach and you're you know you're just there you're assuming trying to come from a scene
1: point of view though. Why do you have to do like? That's that's what the, 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 you why do you, we're trying to explain explain these guys action, but you're trying to use a logic. I'm like, I don't think that applies here. Eh, fair enough.
0: So that thing. So that element, like what what's the obsession? I mean, obviously, I get the obsession with Pattinson's character because he doesn't know. He just wants to know he's been stuck on this fucking rock for six weeks, two months. Maybe we don't really know exactly. Um. Maybe there is some dialogue that that gives details to to how long they're there. Um, So I get the fact how he wants to know, but obviously now when he, spoiler alert, when he finally does, it's it's orgasmic to the point where he falls. But now here's the thing, and this is I guess Tony, he falls and he's potentially paralyzed. But in the next scene, he's completely butt ass naked. So did the birds peck away all his clothes? Like that was my only like big, like that doesn't make sense.
1: There's a lot of things that don't make sense in the movie. I don't think that that, were there real tentacles. Were they really there? Of course not. Well then like, like if you're, if you're saying that the movie showed us tentacles, right. And nobody was dreaming. They didn't, they didn't show that someone woke up. So it's like, No, somebody saw tentacles here. The movie painted tentacles, but you're saying that oh no no, they didn't actually exist, they were just a hallucination. So then the movie paints this final scene. It's like why 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 are you trying to fill in the gaps and how we get Because it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the gaps
0: the no it does. The gap's previous. Okay, so why does it matter?
1: So the guy's dead, uh, right? The guy's dead. No, Whether okay, he's at the bottom, is yeah. at the bottom of the lighthouse, or he's outside naked with the birds eating him, what what's what's the difference? Why well, why, why does it matter said, that he's out the there? The phone versus said, inside? "If you kill
2: a seagull, right, it was superstitious to kill one, right? Sure, right. Which he killed the one main one, right? Who ends up killing him at the end? Who's eating? Who's eating their Indians? The seagulls, right? Right, the seagulls, right? Yeah, so it's the seagull. So right. Again, so, but so the what? Beginning. Superstitious. And the seagulls are killing them. So
1: right, but so what? In the
2: same story you brought up in the beginning. Well, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about why it doesn't doing
1: that. Right, but it, it doesn't matter, though, in terms of, like, they're both dead, <laughs> right? They're both dead. It's not going to change whether the birds are eating no. the guy or the birds sorry, aren't eating to, the guy.
2: But no, I meant to say, so the seagull that was missing the eye was the same one that was the former guy that was working with Defoe. The one head we saw was missing the eye. That was the soul of the one. That um he was so he was torturing him. That's the one that kept pecking on him, right? Almost kind of like a warning him to let him go. So um so it says uh this, so so of say the rotting head later found the lobster trap. Likely that it was Wake's partner is shown to be missing the same as the seagull, heavily implying that this seagull contained the soul of Wake's former partner. Okay, which is the one that you know,
1: yeah, the okay. same one that was
2: torturing him. And got that's him. fine. Well, that's mentioned the seagull portion. So
1: right, but it still doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess that's the in the in the in terms of. The, the I guess in terms of the ambiguity well, that story, we're talking about it was mentioned you know, no no listen I'm, t- I'm telling you why, why what I'm what I'm thinking because you're talking about ambiguity right there is no ambiguity they're dead so now we're talking so that's why I have because you, you brought it up earlier like oh, why, why don't you have a problem with the ambiguity of this movie I'm like no because there is none they're dead that's it like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know the rest of it is just fluff yeah. Okay. Ar- it's it's so and so bird, and he's getting, and it's the it's the it's the the you know the luck coming back to him, taking revenge on him. Okay, fine. That's extra. That's just extra fluff on top of it. It's not ambiguous to me though, because they're dead. My, like if if we didn't know if one of them was dead or not, then I'd be like, ah, oh, that's fucked up. Fuck that movie.
0: <laughs> My argument is the the previous scenes with the. The mermaid, the octopus tentacles, all that shit. That's there's even a scene where the we we see Pattinson I think wake up. Um, so it's really clear, at least from my perspective, that those were dreams, whether he was awake or asleep. This and I even thought like like um, as I was watching from the very beginning. There are scenes where the the foghorn is playing, and I thought, "Ooh, I wonder if if the foghorn is going to continue to play through the movie." And when it's not playing, it implies it's a dream.
4: Ooh, well,
0: but that doesn't make sense because when the fog comes in, that's when the foghorn plays. If it's a sunny day and it's during the day, they don't need the foghorn. Okay, so so that that my initial idea with that didn't pan out, but I would still argue. The, the the stuff with the mermaid is just a lack of sex. Basically, he just starts fantasizing. He's just looking for something to. You find a little doll to. in the bed. Yeah, that's yeah, really exactly, good. exactly. I mean, you know, he's I'm constantly previous trying to rub one one out, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so i I feel like those sequences are pretty blatant dream sequences. But if he's dead or he's at the edge of death. I don't think the filmmaker would give a dream sequence from his perspective of how he's about to die. He's not dreaming of a bird picking him alive. I feel like the no. filmmaker is implying that's what's really happening. Sure. But how did he get naked?
1: It doesn't You're matter. <laughs> think it doesn't matter. No, you you don't
0: naked. care. No. I I care. I'm curious. No,
1: you know what it is? That final scene? It's the It's the viewer hallucinating.
0: Yeah. Oh shit! You're
1: the one who's dreaming.
0: Well, and the, and the Wikipedia doesn't do any good. It doesn't. He approaches the Fresnel lens, and it stops and opens up to him. Which is that a dream? We don't know. Howard gazes he halluc- into the yeah, mirror. Yeah, right. He hallucinates throughout the whole thing, ecstasy, and reaches in, screaming in distortion, as the light brightens before slipping, breaking his leg and falling down the lighthouse steps. A barely living Howard is finally seen lying naked on the rocks with a damaged eye as several gulls peck at his innards.
1: Okay. So so if you want to you wanted like speculate on how he got out there. He right. he, pulled, he only broke his leg so he was able to pull himself out crawl. before yeah. he died, right? That's okay. What so I that's thought. how he got he out.
0: He crawled his way to his death. Right, right.
1: But then how did he lose his pants? That's the next important thing, right? Right. Okay, so so how could he lose his pants? He, he as he's as he's crawling out, they get ripped off by you know the by the rocks. It gets snagged and whatnot, or or it gets ripped off as he's falling down the stairs. And yeah, you know maybe like, there's one of those that happens. Like okay, so why does it matter if it's one of those versus another one? Like oh, maybe the birds ripped it off of him. Okay. I'm just
0: curious what the filmmaker wants us to. Do. I think that doesn't matter. Uh, well, i think I'll that's tell you. It's right here. Say. It
2: says there were versions of the script that were too clear. Director Robert Eggers' goal was to make the audience go mad and become confused, like <laughs> ah, Winslow. Is. So the final script turned out being more confusing for the audience.
1: <laughs> I like just Eggers wanted it. to fuck with you. See? There you go. Well, it
0: worked, but it here's works. the problem again.
1: <laughs> I don't want to watch
0: it again. Right. I mean, I'm glad yeah. we're talking about it, and so I'll give it a dollar. But I am never going to watch this movie
2: well let's see if everybody else came yeah alright thank you
0: thank you for humoring my Tony's upset again
6: (laughs) (laughs) this is Savage Scott and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game who the fuck is Reggie with your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. This is Dinaldo. And
5: let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan, from San Marcos. My name is
3: Evan.
1: And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742.
3: Good luck, everyone.
0: So, um... So it's a close game. Uh, Angie is leading with six and a half points. Reed and The Dawn are tied at six. Uh, Evan's got five and a half, so he's only half a point down. And then Art is down to four. So, but yeah, so none of them can gamble yet. Um, but they're, So they're all within a point.
3: So.
1: All right, here we go.
5: Hi. So, I said last week I was going to call on Saturday, and here we are, Sunday. I fucked that up tonight. I'm just now calling. Anyway, the homework for the lighthouse, this one looks disturbing, but uh, interesting perspective. So we're going to say Harley's going to give it a dollar. Alfonso a dollar, and MCP a
4: dollar.
0: Now, on to... Bro, just like that. She switches up the accents. That's big, man. That's that's a certified D. That's four points plus an accent. So five plus six and a half. So that's 11 and a half points right there, boy. It's about as good as it gets.
1: Are you guys there?
5: Did I lose you? Next. What's going on, boys? Bad boys, I mean. Hope you all had a fun and safe Fourth of July. I did. Um. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I can't think right now. It's been a long day at work. But anyways, I'm calling for the picks. Uh, The Lighthouse. I've seen the previews and I heard it was good, but it looks weird to me. But, you know, I don't know. I'm going to say Fonzo gives it a waste of time. Tony and Harley give it a dollar. And
0: the guest. All right.
1: Did we lose Fonzo? Uh, he's still on the call, but he may be. No, eating. he's clicking.
0: Oh, there he is. Right here. Okay. Are you, Did you mute yourself? Are you eating? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So D's up to eight. I can hear you mute yourself. You click every time you mute and unmute yourself.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Who's next? All right, here we go.
6: Hey, bad boy three here. Hope you all enjoyed your independence day. And, uh, Hope you all got the chance to see Hamilton over the weekend. <laughs> As I did several times. We may have talked about it, Reed. We um, might have talked about
0: it. I'm going to make sure go. Tony deletes gonna... all the talk about Hamilton at the beginning of the <laughs> <weekend>. podcast. <laughs> Just to torture your ass. But Yikes. Yikes.
1: Just bleep it all out.
6: Yeah. As I did several times. But of course, you know that already. Um, bloody marvelous show. I wasn't going to away my shot to, to watch it, and I haven't. Anyway, the lighthouse. Um, uh, hmm. I think Harley will give this a high dollar. He likes lighthouses. Um. I think Tony will give it a dollar. He may not like the. Uh, Old shabby men, and I think fans will give it a high dollar. Um, I heard the acting in the film is is good, and people enjoy it. So there you go. And I'm uh, to- that's
0: it. Certified D. Remember, kids, you get you get all three right, you get that bonus point. No. He didn't have to do the accent, but he still scored four, so that brings up up to ten. So,
1: all right, next,
3: hey, what's up, bad boys? It's your homeboy Art, a little late, but it was on time. Almost forgot to make my call, but I can never do that to my bad boys. But, anyways, we're going for the homework, and the homework was The Lighthouse. Man, this is a fucking weird, weird movie. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Harley, give it a waste of time. I'm gonna say Fonzo gave it a dollar. And I'm gonna say M C P gave it a waste of time. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm mm. I was close, man. When it was all said and done, I was like, support a line waste of time for me.
1: But it's definitely one like I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. And if you like horror and the psychological horror, then maybe. <laughs> but I yeah. I wouldn't really recommend it.
0: It it felt a little bit like um um we just saw it, the the Scorsese flick with Leonardo DiCaprio, and um, when he's they're stuck stuck on the island, and he's he's dreaming. Spoiler alert!
1: Uh, Shutter Island.
0: Yeah, it felt a little bit like Shutter Island. Yeah, like a little more noir version of Shutter Island. Fonzo, did you feel that when you watched that movie? Whatever you're He's eating must be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm moving on. Then. I, fe- I, fe- I felt a little Shutter Island when I when I, uh, I could see that. when I was watching this.
3: Yeah. All right, Evan. Evan here. Calling about the homework, Hamilton. Oh wait, that's not right. <laughs> uh, the the lighthouse. Yeah, uh, didn't get around to watching that. Uh, I hear it's a bit push people I'm guessing you're giving this high dollar
1: oh that was it that's, that's it he gave a high, it a dollar, high dollar certified high dollar is what he I guess was guessing alright
0: well it's still five points so that was good so he's got ten and a half alright all right. So that brings uh, Angie up to 11.5, Evan at 10.5, Reed at 10, Don at 8, and Art at 5. So uh, the champ needs to catch up. Uh, Angie is like always consistently solid. Um, and Evan is right there. So let's see. Is Fonzo still gone? Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm here.
0: Oh, there
1: you go. All right. So I assigned the extra credit. Uh, the guest, I heard Fonzo kept uh, raving about it and trying to get us to watch it. This is the only way we can watch movies nowadays is by assigning it. So here we go. Uh, a soldier introduces himself to the Peterson family claiming to be a friend of their son who died in action. After the young man is welcomed into their home, a series of accidental deaths seem to be connected to his presence. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of eh? questionable, questionable decisions in this movie, particularly about allowing this guy just to be in their home and like, like right off the bat, that's like I, I don't know you, but hey, yeah, stay a while.
2: Like, well, yeah, the mom's kind of traumatic. She's lost her son. Mom yeah. is, yeah. Mom is a mark. Like going, she is prime. She's struggling. Yeah, she's having a hard time with it. It's heavy. It's
0: heavy. Dad is totally checked out like she she's struggling and the filmmakers did a really good job of just subtly posting that little crying scene at the very beginning showing how she's struggling and he, you almost I've get the feeling like
2: that, that picture with him in his in you know in his like battalion or whatever his platoon kind of yeah. almost like reassured is like okay this was you know such a everybody but she's in a state of mind right now where it's just like she can't even think straight anyways you yeah. know what I mean?
0: So this is another one I don't want to ruin this movie I don't want to spoil it. 2014, it's less than a 7, but I don't know. I feel like if you spoil it, you'd really just ruin it. And, and uh, I, I feel like people should watch this, like, if they're at all interested. Because, like, Fonzo I, and Tony, I, yeah. I, I, um, without getting into spoiler of my review, like, I, I dug it. Like, I, I liked it. I,
1: right, it it did wasn't it.
0: perfect. I, had some, I struggled with it. Um, but um, there's a lot to like. Uh, so I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> yeah, you
2: keep
1: saying that. <laughs> well, it's 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 hard to draw <laughs> the line on where to draw the line on the spoiler. Like how how far can we talk? Uh, I, I, I would say the
0: the idea that the the tra I'm sure if you watch the trailer, you get the impression that he's not what he implies sure 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 there's some dishonesty well, to his. well
2: the potion says be careful who you let in right yeah,
1: everybody right. knows everybody Man, knows that the, obviously this is going to be a movie where it's and it's not what it seems from the beginning uh so how how do we review it without talking about what that i don't is, you know i
0: i think the spoiler is is the motivation. What's his motivation? Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm still struggling
1: with. They, they, I swear motivation. the movie didn't reveal it.
0: They didn't. I don't think they did. Fonzo, did you? This is like the second time or third time you've seen this movie. Did did, did it? Did it come more clear?
1: There's not.
0: I
2: yeah. Uh, it's kind of. Like,
1: it, I don't think end, it ever right? got revealed. He he. I mean, uh, we were trying to like like read what he says and he never actually says what his quote unquote mission is. You know? Yeah. He never actually says what that is. There's a lot exactly. of backstory to his situation but his personal motivation, we don't know.
0: Yeah, and that's where that's where like the film kind of let me down and I struggled with it because I was like once they revealed sort of the the backstory and why he is who he is i was like all right cool now you got to explain why he came to the family right and and now it's just kind of turned into a horror movie um and so that bumped me it wasn't what i was expecting it wasn't and i i, I don't know I, I struggle with the filmmaker in in regards to that like what was what was his motivation what was what's on the screenplay? Kind of thing. I'm gonna I'm look it up now.
2: Well, he kind of says in the beginning, right? He says, "I, I promised Caleb I would look out for your family," right?
1: Yeah, he could have done that. There was a there was a line, a couple lines in the movie where he says, "Like I wanted to help you guys while I was here for my personal mission," but he never says what that mission is.
2: Unfortunately, they had to cut down a lot of this from the script. Because um, there says, while there's footage elaborate on David's backstory was deleted after test screenings, because they wanted to keep this backstory more ambiguous. They didn't really want to mention a lot. They kind of wanted to keep him a little more scarier that way. Um, but it says in the backstory of the test screenings, the original script gives more insight on what he is. Major Carver reveals to Anna that David's spine was injured in combat. And even after surgery, he was still in pain. He volunteered for a procedure that would turn off his pain receptors and allow him to consciously re- regulate the flow of adrenaline in his body. This was called, and they remember there's on that folder project uh, Goldius or whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they proceeded to change him completely. In the process, he lost the ability to feel not just fear, but also empathy and guilt. Um, so, I mean, they can you know they could just say he's kind of like almost
1: yeah, like but that's his backstory, married. but not his motivation for being in. Yeah, that
2: that's that's the problem. Is
1: right.
0: it does explain why bleep this out, Tony? All of a sudden, the movie gets all <laughs> on our
2: ass. Right.
0: Well, um, I think that's what
2: says. Ironically, he was originally chosen for the experiment because of his strong empathy levels. No one could have predicted that David would be so dangerous. That is why he was able to escape so easily. Based on the photo of Caleb and his comrades, it's reasonable to assume that David really knew Caleb, who was probably killed in the Middle East while David was injured and sent back to the U.S. It is also probable, see, they're, they're, they're guessing too, that they were close friends and David made a promise to take care of Caleb's family, which we, we don't even know. Right, see, uh, but th- that's uh, the thing. that
1: There was a line in the movie where he says... I wanted to help you guys out while he's here doing his mission, but we it's never revealed what that mission is. And it it sounds like it may have never even been written because it's not it's not it's supposed to be ambiguous. Or if it was, mystery. it just
0: never kind of made it to the they and that's that's where I think ultimately I think the 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 f- problem with the film is the first the first two plot the first two acts are really good. Like um the, the performance from uh, Dan Stevens, really good. Like, he's, he's convincingly charismatic. He's a good-looking kid, right? blonde hair, blue-eyed, like, good-looking kid. He's, he's, he knows all the right things to, to sort of, like, make friends with all the characters, right? He, he, he empathizes. The, the, the son, the, the daughter the husband and of course the wife like he's able to get in with all four of those characters and the movie does a good job in a reason in a short period of time it's a it's a short it's a it's a quick film hour and 40 minutes it convincingly he builds this and you know that as the movie and then we get these hints we get these these wisps of oh this guy's got like PTSD or something like he he's oh, he you know he's taking time bomb right?
2: That's the it's original a, script no, they actually had him with PTSD.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so the I, I feel like the writing floor is is kind of a mess. They didn't really they, like they started shooting the film and like Tony said, like they didn't even know what the hell.
2: And we see that that third also, act. They, actually, they do. They do. They do explain actually on the first script. Oh. Okay. So, so why yeah.
4: didn't
0: it? So, so why I said
2: didn't the they... first version of the script, which was worked on years earlier, had never well, it was never finished. It was about a soldier suffering from PTSD who killed another soldier while they were in war because they hated each other. And after he comes back, he goes to visit his family, pretending like he was his friend, while instead planning on killing them too. Brad also said how in one of the earlier drafts he wrote after director told him about the story idea he had for the film, David was more of a cyborg who was rebuilt after he was injured in combat. And now how originally the story took place in foggy isolated areas the of the Pacific Northwest. So, so apparently it was... In the script, but and there's another thing on the trivia too that a lot of test screenings they had a lot of the backstory and explained a lot of it, and the audience hated it so they felt like it was too much information. So, according to the test audiences, that's they didn't like it and then they cut a bunch of it. Hmm. So, all the stuff you guys wanted to know was cut because the test audience didn't like it. Interesting, you. huh?
0: Yeah, so I, I again it goes back to like. They didn't really know what they wanted per se. They struggled with that third acting. Well, yeah, see
1: there might be no thinking. way to, to make it work. Like, right. What, it's like there is no mission they could give them that would, that would, that wouldn't distract from the rest of the film. And so mm-hmm. the only way to make it not distract is they took the least, you know, the, the, the lesser of, of 10 evils was to let's not say, let's, let's not paint it out yeah. there.
0: I mean, the Wikipedia says he reveals that David was a test subject in a military medical experiment and was programmed to kill anyone who might compromise his identity.
1: Right. That still doesn't explain his motivation for being there.
0: Correct. Correct. Other than maybe what he said was to protect the family or try to help them in some way. Now he's not a soldier anymore. Now he's just this universal soldier. Who is you know just sort of lost now? What does he do? Well, he goes to the family, and to to protect them, right? He's Terminator Two now, or you know, he's just like <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't have. He, he's lost. Like yeah, he doesn't have
4: any. He doesn't
0: have a. a he doesn't really have a clear. Uh, you know, sort of. Uh,
2: and his weird mission. way, I think he is helping. Right? He gets to get a knife. Right? Exactly. I mean, that's,
0: this is what I'm saying. He helps. Especially for the two children, he really helps. He tries to help them in a sense, and he does help the mother. He doesn't say he's, he's
2: going to go to Florida. Right? He's going to do some construction. He doesn't know what he's. He really he doesn't. Yeah. And right? so if all that
0: if all that is true, which for all intents and purposes it might be, that would explain why he goes to the family. But as they and find again, out – there's
2: probably like I said, it's written. And it was filmed, but again. Like Screens it, didn't explain too much. Yeah, we didn't like it. So,
0: and that's that's where, and that's where the the movie falls. It just turns into kind of like this cliche horror flick. It's so you interesting
2: because it says, "Yeah, uh, why does the same thing he does in the film, and more details information about the KPG program that he was involved in the film, and more det- um, So, and these scenes were cut because the test audience felt that all of it was too much information. Even Wingard and screenwriter admitted that they hated explaining David's character and his background because they always wanted to leave much information about him ambiguous, which is why they were glad that those other scenes were disliked by the test screen audience that had to be cut out of the film. It was kind of like, you know, like a certain Michael come out, like, why is he killing, why is he doing, it? you know?
0: Yeah, what's the motivation? Yeah. So it's an interesting, because the first hour and 20 minutes, hour and 15 minutes, like, I'm like, this is a kick-ass movie. Like, it, this just works. I mean, it's nothing crazy, unique or anything. I mean, we've seen sort of the genre done before, obviously, but the performances are good. What's on the screenplay is good. Um, you know, the, all the performances from all the actors is, is convincing. Um, and so I really dug it. And then all of a sudden it feels a little lost. And so it lost a point. Because at a point there, it was like, this is a high dollar. And then at the very end, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it was still good. I mean, I was fine. But the last 50 minutes seems kind of confusing in the sense of from a film, from what's written down seems confusing and it sounds like that's it, it they couldn't really kind of figure out what they wanted to do so that makes sense so um, I, I this is one of those movies I would I would actually like if it was on I'd watch it again I'd, I'd watch parts of it I'd certainly recommend it um, just because there's nothing it's just kind of a this like this kind of suspenseful thriller kind of thing um, and and um You know Dan Stevens is character, which ironically you would think Dan Stevens is the character's name. No, it's just the actor's name. So it's the most generic (laughs) name ever.
2: (laughs) He's British. What do you expect?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the yeah, and then obviously he does the American accent, just perfect. So um, no, this is this is a solid dollar
2: for sure.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar. Um. Yeah, in terms of uh, just being a thriller, playing on the the idea of a guest who turns bad, yeah, it did its it it, it did its work. So um, I I still enjoyed, it. even though there was that part of the story that I I was questioning. Um, it didn't take away from the rest of the film. So I'd
4: buy that for a dollar.
0: It's the same guy that's directing uh, Godzilla vs. Kong.
2: Yep. Adam Adam Wingard. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't the, 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 the you witch. Um yeah, I love the yeah, they're big I think big horror nerds. The yeah, I love the Halloween aesthetic. I love that it takes place like during the Halloween to fall. I always appreciate that. I love like in the Halloween dance, we get a homage to Halloween three season of the witch, when we have the jack-o'-lantern, the witch, and the skeleton in the background, which is really cool. And also in one of the fun houses, um in one of the walls it's written in blood, you're next. Which is their f- previous movie they did in twenty eleven um so there's two actually two homages to your next that's written in the wall like it is in the movie your next and in one of the in the Halloween part there's a guy wearing a fox mask, which is also from your next, which I always thought was really cool um I met them at in comic con at uh the Blair Witch screening, which is supposed to be another movie, but it was actually um uh Blair Witch. so it was really cool so. These guys, you know, they all they, they work together a lot, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I dug was Steve Moore, who composed the score for the uh, movie, used the same type of synthesizers that John Carpenter and Alan Howarth used for composing *Season of the Witch* Halloween Three, which is another. And she's. I, yeah. I remember enjoying well, the score. Yeah, I remember. Well, funny enough, too, um, Tony's ringtone when he calls me is that song "Antonio" by Annie. So when Tony does call, it's this song here. When he walks into the Halloween party and he's looking for. Um, the daughter and uh, it's all foggy and it's like you know and it just plays this little down tempo like kind of chill this song oh uh, yeah yeah so I'm like hey That's this cool. a song called Antonio I'm making Antonio <laughs> <right. laughs> so I, I, I sometimes don't want to answer because I like hearing that song it's uh, <laughs> I have I have that soundtrack on vinyl it was a record store day exclusive the purple vinyl. So I love the soundtrack to it too. It's really cool. A lot of people can, it to compare it to drive. I don't know why. Um, you know, it's kind it's of got
0: that eighties sort of feel. It's, to
2: it. it's like, it's just the music. I think, you know, it's just the, the vibe. I don't know. Um, I just see it a lot. In, it's always kind of, uh, bunched in together. Um, no, I love this movie. When I first saw it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I was really happy for like Wingard and Barrett. And then, like I said, now they're doing a huge blockbuster with Kong Godzilla. So, um uh, yeah, I always have a good time with it. I love uh, Micah Monroe. She was also in It Follows. I thought she she does really well too, She's like a little modern sh- stream, uh, scream queen. And Lennon the, and the dad, he was actually in Saving Fry Ryan, which is kind of funny. And uh, Lance Reddick is Major Carver. Um, he's in all the John Wick movies. I love him. He's good. Um, even the little cool cameos with um, Joel David Moore from um, Oh, that's Hardy, right, Hardy that's Avatar yeah. uh, and uh, Ethan Embry. Who uh, has a little roll, but it's yeah, so cool. Spinch, I just buy yeah. all of them. I love the bar scene, too, where he buys a cinnamon schnapp, and you're just like, what? What the hell would you drink? If the kid's, like, coughing it up. He doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh When he throws it right in that bully's face, it's like, oh, yeah, burns his eyes. Makes sense. Really cool. Uh I always like the line, too, where he says, uh, do I look like I want to buy a drink for the fellas? <laughs> He's like, it'd be the nice thing to do, Okay, starts putting more money. Yeah, <laughs> I just like how cool collected he is. he's there. Like, like I said, to help him and everything.
0: Cash um, is easy to get.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. He just has, like no worries. The movie's uh,
0: really tight up until just, yeah, up until that point, and yeah. it's, it's like, like, it's like, like
2: an point action point. movie. It's up like until, a,
0: up until the point where it basically you know kills. <laughs> we're still yeah, They show the up. Dark, sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, they yeah. show up and uh, yeah, and it's like a fucking action movie. Yeah. Which I dig. Um, I dig the end too. I love the end. I love Micah's delivery of that line. It's fucking great.
0: Oh, um, see, that? yeah, that's where that's where the movie lost me. That's where I struggle.
2: The the whole the him as a fireman.
0: Him as a fireman.
2: When Michael Monroe says, "What the fuck?" and it ends right there with the credits.
6: What what he, part did he, I miss?
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 What part did you?
0: Yeah, drink drink? I, well, that worked because it's Universal Soldier at that point. Obviously, it it becomes this, right? Um, so yeah, that was. I didn't have a problem with the very ending. I just struggled with the whole Universal Soldier element
2: mm. kind of thing. So, I don't know. yeah, but yeah, I love it. I give it a Slater. I enjoy it so much. Oh, you gave it a Slater. That was yeah. a fucking
1: movie. I, I figured. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he got,
2: talked I mean, about it, it dude, so much, he has got everything I like. So, yeah, yeah,
1: cool. All right, let's hear what the
0: or some more
2: cracking over there.
1: I give it a dollar. <laughs> I give it a dollar. all right, ready? Right on. Right.
5: The extra credit, sugar. First, let me say I hope y'all had a fantastic Fourth of July. Y'all know I love me some red, white, and blue. <laughs> but we're going to talk about the extra credit for the guest. And the first day also, if I had a cute little boy show up to my door like that, whether he's going to kill me or not, <laughs> sure is pretty. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to say another certified Donaldo for the guest. I love y'all. Have a nice show, and I'll call next week. Bye.
1: Saturday. What's that? I said Saturday. Call Saturday. She'll call
2: on Saturday? Yeah. Why didn't she just? Why Why did she say when she called? Oh, because you know when when the when the call comes in. Huh? No, like she said date. she was gonna.
1: She said last time that she was gonna call on Saturday, but she ended up calling on Sunday. On Sunday yeah. But she was what the I'm first saying, to call.
2: Right. So, but I'm saying, on the on the message or whatever, does it say Sunday or it has a date or timestamp?
1: Uh, yes. It's, oh,
2: that's what I'm saying. So, so even if she did call on to Thursday, it's like, oh, it's Saturday. You would know. Yes, I would know, yeah so why is it important to call in on Saturday?
1: That's what she said
2: I know I'm, she I'm was say, she
0: wanted to she wanted to call on Saturday because Sundays were busy and I think her
2: oh that's were right. Old. yeah, gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah. okay because she's on the phone <laughs> yeah.
5: I am on the phone,
2: so told you <laughs> hey, so Tony uh, do me say is it more menacing if it's slowed down or if it's sped up? What? When she says
1: it. Uh, oh, when she says it? Yes. Like, would it be you know what, better? You know
2: what I'm getting at. Is it more menacing to so tell <laughs> no, kids right. if That's it's slow, slow down or it's fed up? It's
1: only one way to find out. Okay. Let's I... see. Speed. Slower.
5: I am on the phone. I am on the phone. Slower. I'm on the
1: phone. I don't think they get some more menacing. Mm, no, <laughs> nah, sounds a little drunk, actually.
2: Yeah, slurring her words a little bit. The sped up ones probably looks like a chipmunk, huh?
1: Uh, yeah, surely. Let's see.
2: I play and don't ever call me Shirley.
5: I'm on the phone.
2: We'll oh, see. That's a little oh. faster, a little more nippy, I... right?
0: Fast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Play it
2: again? I on the Ooh. Yeah, see that's a little scarier, I think.
0: I don't know that it's scarier, but it's certainly like like it's more it's,
1: it's got yeah, more okay. punch to it. I don't... Oh, that's too Wait.
2: far. I don't yeah, know, that's it. A... I'll play it again.
4: I don't
2: Ooh, see. I don't... Uh, you're getting the, you're getting the belt right there at that boy. <laughs> see? She's so mad she had to say it really quick, she can't even say the whole sentence, you know? I don't see <laughs> it's <going> crazy,
4: though.
0: <laughs> How fast can
4: you go?
1: Yeah, seriously. All right, did you get her points?
0: No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she gave it a certified D. Correct, and correct. you and I gave it a dollar, but Fonzo gave it a Slater. But she does get another point for a different accent. So three points. So 14 and a half good week for
1: her oh shit someone broke 10 they could start uh start gambling
0: Mm -hmm. well reed is up to 10 evan is up to 10 so
1: nice yeah all right next that's an
5: awesome movie ponzo recommended it to me thanks ponzo you're welcome uh i'm gonna say all three of you guys give it a dollar so yeah Certified D. So, yeah, those
0: are my
2: picks. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. So oh, D, I just sick. told you how much I love it. You give me a dollar for it. Oh, right? Bro.
0: And no accent. So he's, yeah. you know, just again.
2: But oh, he's up to 10, too. He's kind like an El Salvadorian. It sounds like an accent to me. Uh, I mean, Ecuadorian. I mean, uh, with a hint of Bavarian. Uh, All right, way. Sorry, D.
1: Alright, next.
2: To the Guest,
6: um, you know, I, I just watched the trailer for The Guest. And it's on Netflix. Should watch it. I'm not entirely sure why they had to get a British man to play this role, but maybe you guys can talk about that.
2: Too late, we already talked about it. It's got uh, it, American,
6: American accent. Is he American
1: accent? Right. Him.
6: Yeah, He's no, American that's good. Heavy, and he does a great job at being a British twat. But, uh, yeah, couldn't they get a an all-American white boy to play this role? <laughs> anyway, I think poker. this is, yeah, is a certified good? D if I ever saw one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I hope the, the balloon throwing and the sitting beside River drinking... And the uh, tequila and night clubbing all went well. Huh. And uh, yes, here's to another year of America's independence. That was for
0: life. Three hundred years.
2: There you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I didn't catch As You guys were saying it. I was like, oh, he's fucking. No, he's yeah, he's American, doing an American right?
0: accent. Yeah, you
2: know. So,
0: oh, that was good. Oh, sorry. That gives them uh, 13. They're <laughs> all waiting for me, too.
2: Yeah, it's like, whenever uh, you're ready, Harley.
0: <laughs> sorry. I put, that brings them
1: up. All right, next.
3: On to the extra credit, the guest. I didn't have him doing this. I haven't even looked up the movie. I'm going to say Harley, waste of time, MCP, dollar. Fonzo Dollar and those are my calls sorry for calling in quick and rushed but uh hope you guys have a great fourth and uh mm. one day we're gonna get that, sure. that shit face together
2: bad voice alive there you go see didn't mm. watch the trailer I heard him I heard him you can tell yeah. listen to that call sped up fast Paying attention the champ uh, that's He's a tough one blender. though he to... this, w- this week might hurt him might bite him in the ass
1: yeah he
0: didn't and score he no points two. he, he right. only scored two points on the whole yeah. week see so yeah, mm. he's struggling. I'm busy working Champ, on that shit Champ, Champ needs to score some points quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Although once he gets ten, he
2: could just you know, exactly, <laughs> he'll go nuts. Are we playing to fifty? Right. We're <laughs> going to fifty, right? I guess.
0: <laughs> well, the way it's they're going like right a, now, I, I think we
2: should go to a hundred. Oof, Tony.
1: I don't care. Sure let's go sure. to 100 can, go can, to 100, can, 100 then. does your paper have enough space to keep all those points
0: uh <laughs> he'll flip the paper yeah yeah no the back the back of the paper is
1: blank so yeah <laughs> all right let's go I
2: do yeah, like... he writes his numbers though
3: all right yeah. for the guests we've got a bloody psycho going on the rampage I'm thinking you absolutely loved it high dollar all around
2: bad boys for life damn proof that fucking Dan Stevens called in. Most impressive, sir. Except for your picks, uh, you fucked up mine, but it's all good. Yeah, that everybody, wasn't a British accent. It. That was
0: a different accent, right? That no. wasn't British. T- Play it again, Tony. That was British.
3: All right, for the guests, we've got a bloody psycho oh, going on the right, rampage. I'm thinking, yeah, absolutely, Wolfed it. High so dollar, all around. Bad boys for life.
2: Well, Tony played it twice, so now you got to give him two points. That's too bad, <laughs> right? So now, bloody, um, bloody—that's a—that's yeah, that's it. yeah. See, now I'm listening to the second time, and I'm getting Australian vibes. Oh, Tony, Tony, what are you
1: getting? Uh, Australia. You here? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some upside down vibes.
2: Upside down what? vibes. What? what Australia. Are you talking
1: about? Australian vibes. <laughs>
2: Australian down under this fucking guy we got a comedian all of a sudden over here so he wants to crack wise, and nobody <laughs> oh funny man here huh hey Rocco tell us another joke <laughs> alright yeah see Australian whatever Australian British whatever maybe he'll he'll clarify but he's getting the point for that so where is he at no,
0: yeah so uh, what did he skip for the ratings sorry oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> he just did. certified J Okay, so then he gets the two points So that's 12 and a half He's up to 12 and a half so you gave him three points No, I only gave him two points What about that. the accent? He doesn't get two accent points He did the British accent for both movies
1: Wait, 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 he, really?
0: Yeah, he did British accent for The Lighthouse yeah. And British the, accent the for homework.
1: The guest. Are you telling me that these two accents are the same? Hamilton
3: oh, Wait, that's not right Uh, the, the lighthouse,
1: yeah, uh, didn't, so that accent, and, oh,
3: all right, for the guests, we've got a bloody psycho going on the
2: rampage, I'm thinking, Uh, that That, that sounds like two different ones to me, right, they sound different, (laughs) you just said right, and then said no, (laughs) no, I said right,
0: and I thought you were arguing that, that it's the same accent,
2: no, I said, see, two accents,
3: Tony, you agree? They sound... Get around to watching that. Yeah, absolutely. Wolf it. You sound different. All right.
0: I'll give him a point.
3: I'll give him a point. Get
1: 13 and a half.
0: Good. 13 and a half. There you go. I'm sure Art is going to fucking call the racist card mm-hmm. on
4: this one. <laughs> uh,
2: 13 and a half. Yeah, you explain yourself to him, Art, Harley. Explain yourself,
0: alright. don't be scared. No, I I, just, I I felt like it was the same accent.
2: All right. You know, Evan's such a nice guy. He'll probably say, "You know what? There was the same accent. Deduct the point. Watch." Well, I'm sure he, it's he, it's like like Middle East, like Midwest, he very humble,
1: like Southern accent, and then you got the Midwest accent. Like they're they're subtle in the same realm. You can. But Harley hates do. all
2: them fools, so that's probably why why yeah. he doesn't. All right. To. You ain't why you ain't right, Harley says. It ain't white, it ain't right. You ain't fucking chickens. Oh. I ain't fucking with you.
1: Alright. What are I we watching one? next week? Nope. I'm saying, what are we watching next week?
2: Oh. Wait, Harley gave all the points total now?
0: Uh, I didn't. I through. didn't give a total. Uh, okay. Art, who the champ. Whew. Strong week, six points. Uh, Ouch. Um... The Donaldo, 10 points. Evan, uh, Reed, 13. Evan, 13 and a half, thanks to y'all. And then Angie, one notch above that with 14 and a half.
2: Damn. So you has got time to run for office and still kick y'all's asses. What's up? Step your game up, y'all. She
0: is, she is kicking ass and taking names.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, congratulations. There you go. Boom. We're still close, though. Still very close. Still a lot of game. We're going for 100 points. This, this game, this round, so a lot of, you know, a lot of times. And once the betting starts, it's, it's game on for real. this time. Yeah, absolutely. art can tell you from last year. But, but, again, we are going to
0: make it clear, 100 points. 100 points.
1: Oh, no shit. So is, there it is. Is Art's,
0: arts um, you know, previous way to the top going to be enough? He's going to oh, have man. to double up a couple. He's going to have to go right. big. It, it,
1: it's at least four weeks because let's say he doubles down as soon as he can, which would be 10 points, or not doubles down, but goes all in. That's 10 points, goes to 20 points, right? Yep. And then the next week he goes all in, that goes 20 to 40. 40. Then he goes all then in 80. again, that's 40 to 80. He still needs one more week in order to be able to win. Right. So, so uh, at least four still, weeks.
0: Yeah. And the, ch- and the likelihood of that's not
2: going to happen. So how about if they, oh yeah, yeah. And if they bend to get it wrong, do they lose all their points?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. If they double yeah, down, in. yeah. If, yeah they do all, if they go all yeah. in, they're going to fuck. Well, who go did zero. that? Someone
2: did that. Someone did that. Yeah, Where's Ray that did. Yeah, yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's everybody before, did, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah. like so they now the look at second though. place. That's right. Yeah. Oh. All right. Cool. All right. Boom, boom. So, okay, so I got the homework for next week. Uh, action drama horror a teenager's weekend at a lake house where their father takes a turn for the worse when a group of convicts wreaks havoc on their lives Becky starring Lulu Wilson Kevin James as a fucking Nazi and Joe McHale
0: oh I, I saw I yeah
2: seen that trailer no I didn't see the trailer I
0: saw a review to it
2: got it well, that's what works of
0: course you're the one fucking picking movies with Nazis
2: but, me, you know, I'm thinking. Hey, well, I, I would, I wanted to pick one with nuns, but, you know, you fucking hate nuns, so yeah. no, Nazi, Nazi nuns. So. What's that?
1: Nazi nuns. So like n- Nazi exploitation.
2: Maybe <laughs> nunya. <laughs> nunya bits. Nazi exploitation is another genre. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Because we saw that Nazi. Um, what was it? The, the, the zombie. Nazi zombie zombies. Nazi, yeah. The snow. No, but Nazi exploitation. I've, I've seen a couple of those, and uh, they're interesting. Who got the extra credit?
0: I do. So I'm going to go for just kind of a fun little little fun getaway. I remember seeing this, um, not being in a huge hurry to see it, but then when I watched it, I was like, damn, this is, that was fun. Denzel Washington, Chris Pine, none other than uh, Rosario Dawson. What happened to her? Um Tony Scott, two thousand ten. Unstoppable. I
2: oh, mean I hate that movie. Alright. Right. I'm just fucking with the audience, wanna fuck with their heads. Oh uh, yeah. This is uh the movie starring art, right? Art's career. Yeah. Art, art does.
0: Actually I'm curious, like art, let us know.
2: Is this, yeah. is is this You've movie
0: this. at all? Accurate? Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's an accurate representation on a on a. Train I just want to know is, is
1: does the train engine sound like the real train engine would? Yes, that's what
2: matters.
0: I will not be able to answer that question. It's not a motorcycle.
2: Well, if I can't relate to the trains, I don't know if I'm going to like it. So. Yeah. Uh, or if they're Nazis in there, they're Nazis I, in the
0: movie. I hate when I can't relate
2: to a train. <laughs> what was that song? Um, the train is coming. Is that one fucking song? I'm not sure.
1: It's coming oh. around the bend as uh, Johnny Cash? Is that it? I think it was.
2: Maybe they played in this movie. Or in the trailer. Train of I Love? love? Yeah. I, may, I may have been getting confused with Money Train. <laughs> uh. Waiting at the station. Happy Hearts are
1: drumming.
2: Mm-hmm. No? no? I wouldn't would okay, yeah so it was like the train is it coming? It's like a woman singing there. It's kind of like this, not very pop. I I don't remember. Uh, maybe it was on Money Train. What did say it's on the trailer for Money Train? I don't know why it just came up to me though.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah. But anyways, Happy Fourth of July, guys. We had number Independence. Um, what'd you guys do?
0: I didn't do anything for Fourth of July because I'm like fuck America. What yeah, man? <laughs>
2: Well, so you're I'm, telling me you're telling me you're not going to be running. You're not going to be voting for Kanye West in 2020. No, oh, it's
0: fucking t- t- the American presidency is turned into a fucking circus for sure.
1: No, uh, that's a strategic am... thing out there. I'm sure. What's that? Get people to vote for Kanye, which is going to be a throwaway vote. All right. It's it. Yeah.
4: Well,
0: what, what he would well, run then. as an independent,
2: so right, right. Good, well, well, yeah, I was gonna say because he backs Trump anyway, so it's like he's almost like you know getting all the votes and go. You know what? I'll just back Trump halfway through.
0: <laughs> nah, nah, no, it's it's um, yeah, it doesn't matter. California will vote for a Democrat no matter what they have since Reagan, and Reagan was a Californian. That's the only reason why.
2: He... You weren't <laughs> kicking into the lake. You weren't doing nothing.
0: Well, we did go to the lake. We did go to the lake. Um, did we go on Saturday? You asking us? I don't remember when we went. I had a three day weekend, which was nice. Um, we finished up the. I had to do some roofing shit to finish up the wood stove, so that's yeah. All what done. the hell
2: was that? That your fucking put it on top of your roof and shit? You got that? Yeah. Thing? Well, no, I
0: we installed the wood stove, so we had to cut a hole in the roof. And, wood stove. Yeah, wood stove. Why? Well, because we don't have natural gas. So y'all bitches are used to cheap heat. And it doesn't get cold where you live. So heat is not a an expensive thing for you. Uh, we spent $2,500 last year heating our house in the wintertime. Because we don't have natural gas, we have to have propane brought to our house big Lane. fucking big old tanks and they charge us three dollars a gallon
1: mm. for a
0: gallon of propane in which we burn through every hour when it's cold outside and we have a big ass house so
2: you're connected an right now
0: uh i don't think so oh it might be inadvertently but uh <laughs> so yeah we spent a ton of money on propane and um we can cut our own firewood. Firewood is cheap. And um, so we put a wood stove in. But um, in order to put a wood stove in, you got to cut a huge hole in your roof and uh, put the chimney. And so we did that. And so we did that last week, and I had to tie up some a couple little loose ends uh, this weekend. And uh, it was all said and done. So we're done with that. So that's cool. So um, we went to the lake, had a nice time at the lake. Um, and then today, uh, went on two motorcycle rides. Took out two different bikes, so that was cool. Oh. Uh, did some did some organizing in the garage. The garage was getting pretty pretty messy. Uh, we cleared up some space because I sold the bike last week. So, um, so we figured we'd do some organizing and make some room and and uh, you know, just kind of cleaning it out stuff. So that was cool. So, um. Did some yard work outside. The weather's been real nice. It's been warm. We are going to, I don't know, it it shouldn't impact the podcast, Um, although it might push it till Tuesday next week, Um, although we'll see. So next week, next Sunday, we are going to RV to the coast, to my mom's neck of the woods out in Humboldt, and we're going to do it for a week. So we're, I'm going to work from the road. This is going to be kind of the experiment. Whoa. If my boss is listening, uh, I promise I'll do a good job. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we're, we're RVing, and we're going to stay at some RV. Uh, some some RV. Uh, no, We're not camping. As We're going to stay at some RV uh, sites kind of thing where we have hookups, electricity, water, um, Internet. So more work from the road, see how that goes. Uh, Mazzy will spend a couple days at grandma Katrina's house, my mom's house out there. She's been really good about social distancing. So we're cool about that. And, uh, you know, just kind of spend some time on Humble. It's going to start getting warm and hot here. And it's always nice and cool on the coast. And um, we've been, we've been kind of like dancing with the idea of working from the road. Chris gets a lot of vacation time. She basically gets, more or less a month out of a year uh, of, of paid between vacation and sick and, and unpaid leave and all that shit. And then, of course, she's working remotely right now too. So so we're really trying to take advantage of this working remotely and seeing if we can do some traveling. At the same time, the three of us don't want to be cooped up an RV of um, 500 square feet or something like that, um, especially with me working because I spend so much time on the phone, I'm talking a lot at work on the phone. Uh, it would be torture for Chris and Mazzy to be stuck in the RV with me while I'm trying to work. So it's, it's been kind of this, like, should we, should we not? We want to do
1: some traveling, but at the Just same get time, three RVs. Like, say what? Let's get three RVs, one for each of you. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. One for the 12 year old.
0: So, um, so the idea with Humboldt is they'll be, you know, Chris can kind of hang out with Mazzy do some stuff. so sort of, You know, hang out at the beach, go visit my mom. Uh, I am taking two days off, Monday and Tuesday off. So um, I don't have to work those two days, but uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I will be sort of back to, to uh, answering the phones. And excuse <sighs> me. Oh, apologies. So um, we leave on Sunday. Um... So, uh, there's no reason I can't do the podcast on Sunday night. Uh, so, okay. let's just continue to but plan. Just let us know, yeah. Yeah, but worst case scenario, we have to push until Tuesday. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: What about, y'all?
2: Uh, well, let's see. I had, um, you know, the annual... It was, so, it's our ninth annual now. It's our ninth time doing That's it. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The kids, That's are, awesome. The kids been, you know, the, kids, the little ones were in diapers when we started. So, uh, I could get the notification from Facebook. So, yeah, nine, we, we counted. It was nine years. So, we had the water balloon fight with, you know, the same neighbors are still there. You know, the kids are older, but they're still doing it. I think it's more for the parents now. They really right. have fun doing it, too. And having that package where you get 420 balloons... You know, you can fill them under like five minutes where it's like, you know, all more stuck together and just they have rubber bands already on them. So it makes it so much easier. In fact, when I went to go get more, the Costco said that San Marcos Vista and Carlsbad had been also a lot of water balloons. I was like, what the hell? It's 4th of July. What are you doing? I'm stocking the uh, water balloons. It looks like everybody might have had the same idea. So I did the water balloon fight, then waited a little bit, two few hours, started the barbecue. Fed ribs, burgers. Um, those weren't on board the you guys to read. It was actually like these um, Greek kind of like meatballs with garlic and some other other um, flavors, which is really good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we all had some food, sat down, watched some fireworks. In fact, like everywhere we were looking at, people had like the illegal fireworks, you know. Um, I say illegal, but you can buy them. So I don't know, like they keep saying it's illegal in California, but fucking seemed like everybody in the world had fireworks, um, but right behind our house, there's just these houses. They were setting them off. They were super close, super loud. I put that video in messenger like that's how loud it was. Um, but yeah, we had a like cool, like it was like the closest fireworks show we've ever had, especially uh, right in front of our our house. So it was perfect as a kid. We had to see him. It was a little loud, but I know the dogs were scared. Um, but it was so much fun. It was really cool to to see the fireworks and then to have a movie playing afterwards. So it was like a typical Saturday, but just had the water balloon fight and it was really warm that day too. So it was kind of nice to have. Cooled down with some balloons. I got pecked in the face three times. Fucking ridiculous. The moment I had like set everything up, I was like, "Kids, you guys ready?" I had two in my hand. I step out of like the car, blasted. If I was playing a video game, headshot. I was done. (laughs) It was was ridiculous. Um, uh, I'm like, "Damn, I got hit!" And then uh, crew had shorts, so he's putting them in his pocket and running away. And he kept going behind the cars, all stealth mode. He's like, "I'm going stealth. I'm going stealth." All right, perfect. Um, I kept checking my grenades behind the car, and my neighbor's getting mad. He's like, "You're you're hiding me on your cars." I was like, I guess it's Not my fault, you know? Um, but so that was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, first of all, it's just been a, it's just been a lot of fun. And then just lately we've been, um, um, uh, hitting up our local, uh, ice cream joint, little pepper Frost. It's been there forever. Um, just getting the kids ice cream. There's a lot of people there too. It's a warm day. So it's kind of nice to help. Like, you, know, you keep reading like every other day, there's like another establishment, you know, losing their job. Like there's this one pizza place actually by uh, here in Carlsbad. They've been around for forty three years. They had to finally close up last Sunday. What? Which one? So, that pizza place?
1: The, oh, that pizza
2: place. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Camino. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Um, so That was a real
2: bummer. Um, said a lot of people on their Facebook um, posts were mentioning how like it was their first job. My supervisor, his daughter, it was his, it was her first job there. So just a lot of history, you know. Um, it's just a bummer. Uh, but uh, yeah and then today we just kind of chilled and um, it was, was kind of tired I was like man I did a lot of work kneeling and running and jumping and, you know like, why are my shoulders all sore I was like oh shit we were playing that um, what's that little tennis game you had with that little white little net thing with the little rubber tip um, Admin. You, is that what it is yeah yeah that's yeah. we were playing that so maybe that's why I was a little sore because we kept going back and forth playing that it was kind of fun um, so yeah so again it was chill Super nice Fourth of July. It was the, it was the first time that our neighbor from across the street. She had just moved out. She wasn't there. She was supposed to be there, but um, she sees her dad a lot. She takes care of her dad, and and uh, she's kind of she's just kind of nervous with all the people around. You know, he's he's older, and she was kind of nervous. So we hmm. understood. Um, but uh, yeah, just nine years straight, man. I've been doing it, so it's been amazing.
1: That's cool. That's cool.
2: Yeah
0: there's something to say for tradition
2: you
1: know absolutely mm-hmm. are you planning something big for the 10 year
2: no we should come like out of a tank
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go have a have like a have bombs like drones tank, dropping bombs you know
2: oh my god yeah I'm, yeah just go on the roof and just start dropping do you imagine <laughs> such good shots on top of the roof yeah oh man we're amazing yeah we'll just up the ante because everybody always has like 2,000 balloons Mm-hmm. Crazy. And the first like couple years I was doing them I was hand tying them, you know?
4: Oh that's yeah.
2: So that's what's even more insane. They just sat there by the hose and just filled them up. That was insane. But these other ones, you get you know what I'm talking about, right? Someone that are self-made. Yeah. No, they work. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. What about you Tony? Uh
1: so Friday we went um and went on a hike with uh Lane's Lane's family. Um, went down to San Marcos uh, hiked double peak Um, it was it was interesting oh, you know, shit, like... sorry.
2: before you said that yeah. I uh, I had lunch there on Thursday I put that video that's where I was at oh cool yeah fuck that's amazing view yeah oh you
1: went all the way to the top and had the uh-huh. nice yeah,
2: yeah. Cause I asked my buddy I go, hey what do you San Marcos I always want to go somewhere to eat some party he's like oh you gotta go you gotta go double peak you gotta go up there I'm like what yeah I'm like, you just, all dro- right. you just I drove all the way first sign yeah, I just drove all the way up there. Huge cool. a lot a lot of parking up there. Yeah. Super windy. It was chill. I was watching uh something, I forget what it was. And uh yeah, dude, it's think it was is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can see everything. You could see Mexico, yeah. you can see yeah, the
2: ocean. So so you parked at to the top or in that halfway. No, part we, we hi
1: we go we start at the lake. Oh, okay. Yeah, we started at the lake. It's a it's a four mile, I think, total round trip. Yeah. Um also that little circle part that, that the little right? circle part at the bottom oh, the where, the, yeah. where the with the lake that place. is the pond. Yeah. um or i guess it's called Dis- discovery lake uh but oh, yeah yeah so we start from there and go all the way to the to the peak and then go around the back a little bit um but that My was that was interesting here, right? what's that her
2: parents live out here
1: uh her mom lives in san marcos yeah and so yeah so it's, it's oh, you, you,
2: why you ain't hiking at home
1: They <laughs> yeah, ain't going outside and uh, up here and this way <laughs> Like so how hot has it been out there lately? It was ninety four, ninety three, today. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. See, it's funny because Amy's been looking at houses over there, and she's like, "I just can't do that heat." Because she looked up the temperature, uh-huh. and she's like, "See, this is why I can't. I can't."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we lucked out in this place, is that it's oriented just right so that there's a big tree blocking the sun uh, throughout the morning, and then in the it, like, so from like eleven to one, the sun can hit one side of our house and then mm-hmm. it's over our house and th- then we don't have to worry about it. It's like uh, it's hitting the garage side of the house. Yeah. So the garage is hot, yeah. but the house is okay. So, um, yeah, it's not too bad keeping the inside cool. So yeah, we looked out, nice. um, but, uh, yeah, so we did, so we did that. It, uh, what was interesting about the hike was seeing like, like 50% per- of the people wearing masks and not, and not wearing masks. And uh, mm-hmm. we had our mask with us. And it was one of those like, um, as long as, you know, if, if you're with the people that you live with, you don't have to wear your mask. If you stay six feet away from everybody, you don't have to wear your mask. But if you're, you know, start crossing people, like you, people are putting on their masks as they, as they approach other groups type thing. And at one point I was like, you know what, let me just try it. And so I put on the mask for like a mile. I was like, that fucking sucked, dude. It felt like mm-hmm. I was going to die. Like, like just because <laughs> you can't breathe and you're hiking, you know, so you're mm-hmm. already like, you know, gasping for breath. And I was like, "Damn, that sucks." So, so, so after that, I took it off, and I would just like not look at people. Like I would look out into the bushes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like here, I'm just, here. Let me let me well, help you walking. out. You
2: like, you let you go turtle mode and just yeah, it <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: So it was uh yeah, yeah that that was interesting. Um, it was hot. It was nice and hot. Uh, at one point, ninety three,
2: ninety four Marietta. Tony said this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> really know. Oh thank you. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Uh and then in that afternoon we had our friend, our buddy Ryan, uh drove up from he lives in Oceanside and he came up just to just to hang out, um for you know, have some drinks. And it was chill, cool. it was cool. We were just just drinking and shooting the shit. Um and uh yeah, at one point we turned it up. Um, and I definitely think at at one point I was walking, I was like, you know, I'm going to take this and, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, and I'm going (laughs) to, uh, yeah, so I'll, we, 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 we just say we, we got lit. Um, it it, definitely a rave party in the house. Um, and, uh, it it wasn't too crazy. Like, at one point, we got into our guitars and I broke the strings on my guitar. So we were trying to restring them. And then we, but then we were trying to tune them. And then we can't, we're, we're like too, we're too faded to frickin' tune the guitars. It uh, it was, it was pretty funny. But for the most part, it was just, it was just pretty chill, just hanging out, talking, shooting the shit. Um, stayed up till like two, tried to watch Moulin Rouge at two in the morning. And then an hour in, we're like, I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we just <posted. laughs> so yeah, that was my week. And then today, I was just watching watching homeworks. Um, uh, watched the uh, Sonic in between the homeworks and the and the extra credit. Oh, and did we, we did finish um the Avatar, the Last Airbender, uh, cartoon series. Uh, that nice. was cool. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. can't wait to get onto to Korra to see see how nice. see how that adventure continues. So yeah, so it was good good weekend. Nice,
2: very cool. Yeah, sounds yeah. like it. That's awesome.
1: I'm definitely feeling it today, though. <laughs> I'm tired.
2: Yeah, I know. I was getting tired like, earlier and now, I was like, "Man, we got to do something." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's gonna. I think that's gonna conclude episode five hundred nine of the Bad Boys Podcast. which is a little bit after midnight there. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of content for you guys this episode. A lot of extras. An interesting talk. So if you guys haven't seen the lighthouse, if you, if, if our talk uh, intrigued you at all, it's currently yeah. streaming on Amazon Prime, so go ahead and check it out for yourselves. Right. And and, and um and the guest I think it's still on Netflix, hasn't left yet. Sony saying it's about to leave here soon, so um if you guys hurry, you can still catch it. And uh, yeah, next week we'll be reviewing Becky and Unstoppable. You do. So I think thanks again for calling in with your accents, thanks again. Um yeah. Real quick, like I said, like I said, same for Ryan, like I said earlier. But again, um, since we just celebrated the fourth, even though the times right now um, seems like we're very divided, but the podcast does um, bring us all of us together, not to sound cheesy or anything, but um, you know, the brave, the brave, I like to say, brave men and women that sacrificed and that are still, you know, are are enlisted and are protecting our freedom, which is the greatest thing of our country. We serve our freedom, freedom of speech, so. You know, wanna like give big 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 shout out, big salute to them. But to them we can't we can't be doing this, you know. Uh so without any further ado, I've been your host say we ride together. Harley, we die together.
1: MCP, bad boys for
4: life.